from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So my question is, yes. what the hell is going on between you and uh, Tiffany Haddish? Okay, I got to explain this to you. I got to explain this to Catherine. So nothing, 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 nothing. It sure sounds like Through nothing. no fault of my own, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, Tiffany Haddish is incredible. One of my absolute favorites. Always oh, so much fun to talk to. Hilarious. Okay, okay, okay. She's got a new show called The After Party on uh, Apple TV Plus debuting next Friday. We'll get to that. So the first time I interviewed Tiffany Haddish was in 2018 for a movie she was doing with Tyler Perry called Nobody's Fool. Mm -hmm. And Tiffany is just like a flirty type person, but she's funny. So everything Tiffany does is designed to sort of like make you laugh, Mm -hmm. right? Of course. So uh, I sit down in 2018 meeting Tiffany Haddish for the first time, and she just launches right into it. And then Tyler Perry becomes incredibly uncomfortable, right? How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you very much. I am so... No, no, hold on. Uh... Yeah. Oh, it's this one. Sorry. No, I don't see you on the phone. I don't arrange things. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. Look like you got dental benefits and everything. I got got two health plans. Oh, look at you. So nobody's full opens November 2nd. And it's going to be there. AT Canada, thank you so much for watching. Nobody's full. As these two are flirting, I'm trying to take over the interview. Because these two are flirting with each other. You know, that's where God kissed you. Right there. That's what my grandma told me. That's amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you. Absolutely. See you later. I okay, like the so, she, she points at you and she's like, I don't see a ring on that finger. Well, Because I have one on my thumb, right? She's like, I see a ring on your thumb, not on your ring finger. And then she looks at my mole and she's like, that's where God kissed you. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do at that point, right? You just say thanks. Uh, yeah, but it, it all started because um, she was uh, she was like, oh, you're Canadian. She's like, maybe I should marry you. And I was like, okay. And then uh, she goes, you got free health care. And that's when I said, I got two health plans, yeah. right? So, so Tiffany Haddish, that's how it goes with Tiffany Haddish. And I, uh, I, you know, I think she's, I think she's awesome. I love all Tiffany Haddish movies. And so I interviewed her for the after party, the after party, Apple TV, January 28th. It's awesome. It's a murder mystery. It's like, it's like Clue, right? Wow. And I'm a huge fan of Clue, uh, both the game and the movie. And I love murder mysteries. And Tiffany Haddish is the detective in the movie, right? So she gets to play that role. And uh, the interview starts and through no fault, well, I'm going to say this, through no fault of my own, because I'm just trying to express how much I actually like love her for what she does. But this is how it starts. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you very much. I am so good, in love you look with good. you. <laughs> I'm so in love with you and I'm so in love with this show. This is like all of my clue love together in one place with you in it. You in love with me? <laughs> I'm in love with you. I love you forever. Are you so you hitting on me right now? 
No, I mean, because no. I'm single. I'm I'm not mad at I it. I'm, I'm I'm receiving <laughs> it. I'm receiving I, it. Are you married? receiving it? I am. Yeah. Well, then you can't say you in love with me. You gotta. No, say, I said I, I have, love you. I love you. You gotta you. say I have love for you because if you tell me I, you okay. love me. My soul takes that as he wants to be your husband, Tiffany. Okay. I'm so sorry, Tiffany. I'm so sorry, girl. No, don't be sorry. I, I have I so love much. You too. It's okay. good to see I, you. And I do have so much love for you. I really do. I Thank think you're you. just dynamite and the show is fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. And tell your wife I say hi. I will for sure. <laughs> all right. Now, was Catherine home when all of this was going on? Do you know no, Catherine was no, home? No, 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 she was not. So when did Catherine not. find out about this interaction between right you and now. Tiffany Hatton? Right oh, now. Oh, no, really? Yeah, yeah. You didn't even tell her? <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't what, think about it. When did you do this interview with her? Um, Like like a week ago. Bruh. A week ago. You didn't tell her? Like, FYI, this information is going to get out there to the streets? No, because I don't think anything of it. Like, for me, I stepped in it, right? Like, I uh -huh. just want, like, I do. I, I really do love Tiffany Haddish. I think she's so fantastic. I and, and I enjoy everything she's in. And I just said, I'm so in love with you, as opposed to, I guess, saying, I have so much love for you. Right. Right? And when you watch the video, I knew I stepped in it the second I said it. Because if you watch this video, I say, Tiffany Haddish, I'm so in love with you. And she sits right up yeah. in her chair and puts her face like this is a zoom interview yeah. and her face is like right in her camera yeah. but she's, she's applying not, for a canadian citizenship no, already no, in her no, mind because the laptop she had i'm guessing was small and she's looking at me in that little box gotcha right she's seeing she's potential see, yes. is there is there a future yes. so do i sorry. have a future with this man yeah so no no and so i like, like I, I apologize you know rarely for things in life but like i'm sorry to tiffany haddish i'm sorry to Catherine. i'm sorry to everybody like i stepped in it right i stepped in it and i don't know what else i don't know what else I, to say I, as much as you probably don't want to hear this i have to play this interaction right. again one more time how are you I'm fantastic. Thank you very much. I am so good, in love you look with good. you. I'm so in love with oh. you, and I'm so in love with this show. This is like all of my clue love together in one place with you in it. You in love with me? I'm in love with you. I've loved you forever. Are you so you hitting on me right now? No. I mean, because no. I'm single. I'm, I'm not mad at I it. I'm, I'm, I'm receiving it. I'm receiving it. Are you You're married? Receiving it? I am, yeah. Well, then you can't say you in love with me. You gotta. Say, I said I, I have, love you. I love. You gotta you. say I have love for you because if you tell me I, you okay. love me, my okay. soul takes that as he wants to be your husband, Tiffany. Okay, I'm so sorry, Tiffany. <laughs> I'm so sorry, girl. No, don't be sorry. I, I have I love so much. You too. It's okay. good to see I, you. And I do have so much love for you. I really do. I Thank think you, you are just dynamite, and the show is fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. And tell your wife I say hi. I will for sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So we just ran that Tiffany Haddish interview, right? Mm -hmm. And Catherine has been like texting me quotes from that interview oh, <laughs> to, <wow>. my, <laughs> to my phone. <laughs> oh, God. Man, I stepped in it so bad. Hello? Hello, love. Hi, honey. Uh, do, Hello? Don't, don't swear at me, okay? We're live. 
Okay. Uh, Roz's girlfriend. Oh, no. Roz's girlfriend, Catherine, soon to be uh, ex. Oh, shush. Oh, man. Oh, I love man. that it began with girlfriend and ended oh. with. Um, so, Catherine, did you, uh, did you hear the, uh, the Tiffany Haddish conversation? Uh, well, I didn't know anything about it until you guys like plugged it earlier in the show, and then you said something about Tiffany Haddish and Ross flirting so much. I was like, "Excuse me, what?" <laughs> oh, okay. So you did hear it then? Like, so once we, we played I, well, it. and then I had to sit around and wait till you played the interview, and then I was like, "Oh no!" Oh, <laughs> would it bother you if I played it again? <laughs> you already played it so many times. Okay. Uh, well, once, once more. How are you? Oh no, I'm fantastic. Thank you very much. I am so yeah, in love look with good. you. I'm so in love with you, and I'm so in love with this show. This is like all of my clue love together in one place with oh. you in it. You in love with me? <laughs> I'm in love with you. I love you forever. Are you, so you hitting on me right now? No, I mean. Because no. I'm single. I'm, I'm no. not mad at it. I'm, I'm, I'm receiving it. No. I'm receiving it. Are you You're married? receiving it? I am, yeah. Well, then you can't say you in love with me. You gotta say, I said I, I have, love you. I love you. You gotta say, I have love for you. Because if you tell me I, you okay. love me, my soul takes that as he wants to be your husband, Tiffany. Okay. I'm so sorry, Tiffany. <laughs> I'm so sorry, girl. No, don't be sorry. I, I have I so love much you too. It's okay. good to see you. I, and I do have so much love for you. I really do. I Thank think you're you. just dynamite, and the show is fantastic. And Thank you. Thank you. And tell your wife I say hi. I will for sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, my question to you, Catherine, did Roz actually tell you that Tiffany Haddish said hi? <laughs> no. no. Also, Mocha, can you do me a favor? Oh, yeah. no. Can you go back in the interview and go back to the part where she asked if he's hitting on her and then just play his response? Oh, no. <laughs> How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you. Now, very now we're dissecting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like very much. I am so yeah, in love look with good. you. I'm so in love with you, and I'm so in love with this show. Uh, this is like all of my clue love together in one place with you in it. You in love with me? I'm in love with you. I've loved you forever. Are you so you hitting on me right now? No. I mean, that. <laughs> <laughs> That no. that part right there. I, it's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I mean, that's not what I mean. Yo, Catherine. I mean, that's not what I meant. Catherine and I are like the the hosts of a true crime podcast, and we're, like, we're breaking everything down. I know. If, solving it. If I wind up dead, somebody better start another podcast. <laughs> no. Wait, 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 Mocha, Mocha. Yeah. I got one more part. I got yeah. one more part. Okay, you gotta skip through the rest because it's too long. But yeah. you gotta go. You to in love where... with me? Oh, which part? <laughs> no, 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 no. You gotta go to the part where she says, "Do you have a wife?" And his exact response. Okay, hold on. Okay, okay. I'm receiving it. Are you receiving it? I am. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the yeah of somebody who sounds happy to have a wife? No, sweetheart, sweetheart, can I, okay, can I just, can I just I'm say, just wondering what your opinion on that would be, Mocha. No, okay. Can, I know, this part here, okay, right here, let's break yeah. it down, everybody. Okay. I am, yeah. Okay. Right? Like, okay. that, that part where he says, okay. I am. I, I am, yeah. Okay, no, like, can, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's like a question I would say. No, if you're like, yeah. Before you, okay. before you answer, okay. Roz, Roz yeah. sorry, just okay. one more time for anybody yeah. that missed it. Yeah. I am, yeah. Okay, so this yeah. is, by the way, this is me and Tiffany, yeah. Tiffany Haddish in the interview. Yeah. This is me and Catherine on the phone. This is Mocha uh, trying to end my relationship. 
Um, Franny, if you're just tuning in, okay, it's all it's all crumbling right now in front of you. Uh, so can I explain why I said I am? Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. My my this my my sort of tone was not because yes I am right. Uh-huh. My tone was I realized that I had stepped in it so bad, and I started this interview in such a way that I couldn't recover, and I knew that me saying this was going to make things awful. <laughs> Okay. I am, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. No, had, that had nothing to do with you. I know you're not going to believe that. I wouldn't either. <laughs> um, but, but by the way, uh, sweetheart, the reason we call is I just wanted to let you know that Tiffany Hatter said to say hi. Oh, thank you okay. for, for letting me know that. You in love with me? So timely. I'm a- the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. How are you? Oh, for God's sake. Let me just stretch it out. That's what she said. (laughs) 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 Got Shum's attention this early. Wow. Starting it out nice and early. I know. That's not what I meant, though. I don't stretch. Do you stretch? Like, who the hell has time to stretch? Well, yeah, clearly you. you I just know, did. but I like I. I am at the point now of where I avoid stretching just because I feel that it's going to be a mistake if I do stretch. Like you'll break something. Yeah, you'll like I'm gonna. Something? Yeah, I'm gonna do some damage to something that's going to take a little bit yeah, of time to fix. You stretch, like you you carve out time. Like if you're just like you'll stretch. Like how do you stretch? No, like I just do like a big like a big stretch. Yeah. Like if, if you feel like your body just feels like you need to yeah to stretch. Sometimes like. The other day when we had the big storm Stretches. out here yeah. and I was sitting in the car for almost three and a half hours to get okay. home. Yeah. When yeah. I got out of the car, nice big stretch. Like you know show the, me, show me how you, know you the, stretch. Because you know I don't big know if stretch I... that you do where like all of a sudden then you're, you get lightheaded and you start seeing stars. Yeah. That's oh, what I, I'm afraid of, of stuff like that. Yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. that feeling. Well, I was, I was at home. So okay. Show me how that. you stretch. Cause I don't know if I actually know how to so stretch, I stretch properly. I put my arms out like, uh, like the letter T like across. Yeah. And then I'll stick my chest out and push my arms all the way back. Right. So it really gets like a nice deep chest you stretch. Like, like you're crucified. Yeah. Yeah. And I go up on my tippy toes. Sorry, Sean. Oh, so good. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> you're forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. Bring the Lord in uh, the stretch talk here. I'll see you at confession later. Well, so you put your hand over your head. Yeah. Right? You grab both hands. Okay. Right? Yeah. And then you pull all the way up. Really? You open your tippy toes. And then suddenly yeah. you lean all the way back. Is there, like, well, I wonder what the best stretch is. Because here's what I do when I stretch, okay? Yeah. And you can tell me if I'm doing it wrong. Anybody listening right now can tell me if I'm doing it wrong. Like, when I stretch, my arms go limp, right? Like, this is, this is the most I stretch, okay? So, do you have a chair over there? Can you sit for me? Yeah. Okay, so this is the only way that I really stretch, right? Okay. Is sometimes I work the neck a lot too. Like I'll do like this thing. Oh yeah, yeah. You roll your neck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh We used to do that on the show all the time. It felt delicious. Maybe we'll do that again. Yeah. So here's how here's how I normally stretch right now. So I'll just sit and my arms are limp on my lap. Okay. Right. And then all I do is I is just laying on uh, just on your lap, like your hands on your lap, or like your no, just like flop your your arms down, flop your arms down. Okay. Right. There's no movement in your arms at all. Uh And then what I do is this. So I'll sit there like this with my hands flopped on my lap. And then the first thing that I do is I take the small of my back and I push it forward. Right? I take so the small your stomach's sticking out? No, just my stomach is still flat, but I push my, my spine into my stomach. So I curve the backside, the bottom of my, of my back, right? Yeah. And then what I do is I take my shoulders and then I just roll my shoulders all the way back to where my um, uh, shoulder blades are almost touching. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Right? And then that's all I do. 
Oh, that's it? That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you feel and that, after that? Not that great. You're like, oh, so refreshed. Yeah, no, I don't feel that great. <laughs> I don't feel that great. Like, I look like I just carried he- something. I feel like I just carried something heavy on my back for a while. Yeah. Right? Like, I have that. Like, it just it doesn't feel good. You need more right? stretching in your life, I don't man. know how, though. I don't, I'm afraid of hurting myself, You can man. watch YouTube videos. I'm going to watch a YouTube video on how to stretch. Bro. I don't think so. You know so. how good stretching is for your body? Yeah. Is it, though? It is amazing. Like, people say that. That, right? It's like tofu. I, I don't know if I believe the science on that. So you know me, big believer in Peloton, right? Yeah. I got the bike, I got the app, I use everything. I do the right. workouts all the time. You do, huh? And they have like stretching classes that I yeah. would do. I haven't in a while. Yeah. But I would do like every single night. I would do a 10-minute stretch, like a full-body really? stretch. Like on the ground and stuff yes. like that? No, you don't. I would go to sleep feeling great, wake up yeah. the next day feeling amazing. Like Catherine loose, has this limber, like giant tube good. that she sticks in the corner, and then every now and then she throws it on the ground and puts her back on it and starts yes. rolling oh, around. Yes. It's like a big, giant black log. Yes. That like, and then she goes. Shut go, up, she, and then she, I didn't say nothing, and then man. She, and then <laughs> she gets look. on it, and then she gets on it, and she's like, the sounds she makes. I'm like, yeah, I, well, you amazing. know. <laughs> Shut up, Shem. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Jennifer, it's Roz and Mocha. Hello. You are in it, huh? Yes. <laughs> okay, so what, what happened? All right, should I sleep with my ex, who is also my boss? Oof, wow. Yeah, so you wrote this, Roz and Mocha, fix my life. Uh, I haven't seen my ex in person since we broke up seven years ago, but I have worked for him uh, for most of that time remotely. We were together and worked together for 12 years. He owns the company. Uh, We broke up and I haven't dated or had sex since. I have no desire to get back together with him, but miss sex. Wow. He has organized a ski trip for us to Tremblant in two weeks because he wants to ski, not because he wants me. So sex, yes or no. Okay. And so you haven't been with anybody since him seven years? No. Okay. Why is that? Uh, Just lack of confidence. I was sick for a while, a bunch of things, but yeah. So does this guy, even though you don't want to, he just sort of like feels like home a little bit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what's his situation? He's not with anyone or? No, not right now. He has been with people in that time frame, but Uh uh, yeah. Okay. And he's still your boss now. So why is he booking this, this getaway to Tremblant? For the two he, of you. We travel really well together. We always have. Um, it's like he, there's not that many people that you, you know, like traveling with someone is not easy for mm-hmm. a lot of people. You don't always travel the same way. We travel really well together. We always have a good time. So, okay. he, so uh, separate beds then? Separate rooms? No. Same room. Okay. Uh, yeah. Double uh, double bed or single bed? <laughs> single. Okay. So wait, so you, you broke up seven years ago and when you travel for work together. Oh, you... we haven't traveled for work. I literally have not seen him in person. Oh, okay. Up. So this is the first okay. time in okay. seven years that you guys broke up that yeah. you are going to actually see each other face to face and then go on this yes. trip to Tremblant and stay in yeah. the same room, same yeah. bed. Girl. Yep. Yo, this guy, I'm I'm telling you right now. Yeah. This guy wants to hook up. I don't I don't know. Has don't he know. has he said anything? No. Like 
the one thing you said when I booked, like when I was booking the hotel, I'm like, we were on the phone, whatever. And I'm like, okay, there's only, there's only rooms with like a king bed. And he's like, that's okay. We're both not that big. It's fine. We're, I was like, we're okay. both not that big. <laughs> no, he's, he's, we're okay. both short, okay. small people. Okay. Like he's, he's, I'm five one. He's like five four. We're not like big people. Okay. So, so, so hold on here. So okay. you haven't seen this guy that you used to date in seven years, but he's yeah. also your boss. Um, yeah. You're going to be seeing him for the first time. And the first time that you're going to be seeing him is on a ski weekend that he has booked for the two of you. Is this yeah. a work trip or not a work trip? Just a fun not a trip. trip. Okay. A fun trip. And oh then, so God. while you were on the, so Jennifer. when you were on the phone uh, being like, Hey, uh, they only have rooms with King beds. He's like, yeah, sure. Go for it. And you're wondering like if he is okay, okay with hooking up or not yeah this is not a ski trip this is a hookup trip okay how did this trip even but but how did this trip even happen oh we were going to go for a work trip in the states um and uh because of covid that got canceled and so as part of the work trip he had to be in the states for several different things and he Mm -hmm. had like a weekend in between i was going to go for the work thing and then we were going to go ski in the States. Okay, so he had big plans to hook up with you on this work trip in America, and that got canceled, so he still really wants to hook up with you, and so he just booked a ski trip on its own. So am I just an idiot and totally lack confidence and just thought he just really wants to ski? Yeah. He doesn't I would want to say, I, no, I don't think you're an idiot that lacks confidence. I think that you're probably in a position of where you don't want to jump too far and you don't want to make any assumptions um, based on confidence because that's only going to let you down and you're, you're not going to put yourself in a position of where you're going to get hurt and then you're going to go, oh my God, I can't believe I was such an idiot. Now, we, I will say this, if you guys get there and you check into that hotel and you walk up to that room and there's only one bed and you crash down on that bed and sort of do that move where you pat the sort of little spot beside the bed. Yeah, like beside you, like in the movies, <laughs> there's room where, for two. You know what I mean? If, yeah, if you're if you're like if you're like care to join me, if you do that move, and if he looks at you and goes, "That's not what this is," okay, you didn't get anything wrong. Even at that point, uh-huh. you didn't get anything wrong. Here's what I okay. think, though. Okay, I yeah. think that you should wait while you're there to see if he puts on the moves or does anything or gives you any clue or any indication that he wants to hook up. Okay. That's what I think. Now, is this also, is this something where let's say you spend this wonderful weekend together, you guys hook up. Like, are you going to get sprung off this guy thinking that, um, you know, you're going to get into a relationship again? Like, are you, is this something that you're hoping for? We live in different cities, like four hours apart. Okay. Okay. Now is this, about you having not been with a guy in a very long time or is this about you wanting to get with this guy i do not want to get back together with him no no no. i don't mean get back yeah. together with him i mean oh. you you haven't you haven't been with a fella in a very long time right yeah so is is this an opportunity to get back to sort of have one night with this guy or is this an opportunity to have a night with someone with someone with someone oh okay okay yeah i don't see anything wrong with that okay yeah. So you won't be disappointed, let's say, if you go for the move and he hits the block and, like, denies, right? Like, are you going to be okay with that? If I go for the move and he hits the block, I, it will shatter my confidence. Yeah, yeah of okay. course. If, he, if you go for the move and he hits the block, call me. Okay. Okay? I'll talk some yeah. sense into this guy. Short little man. Right? Yeah, I'll talk some sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay so, in a yeah. big bed like Call that. Call me. Cause, oh, so if he puts the block on, two things you got to do. Okay, first find him in that big old bed because he's so little. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then, <laughs> and then, and then call him. That and, might be hard. 
Okay, yeah, and, then, okay. And, then, <laughs> and then and then and then and then call and then call down to the lobby. Lost a phone. <laughs> yeah. Where is it? Where? Hey, wait, I lost okay. him. Get in the room. Get Can you guys the... come up here and help yeah. me find oh, it? Yeah. Get out, get out, okay. Pull pull him out of the candy dish. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sit him in a coffee mug and then hit uh and then and then call us and then we will talk some sense into him because there is no way even if you even if you make a move and he puts the block up you did not read this situation wrong that is not on you okay okay yeah no i appreciate that definitely all right all All the best jennifer thanks so much guys have a good day bras and mochas fix my life on kiss uh damn it maury you notoriously do not have snow tires on your car no i do not and this morning was probably one of the worst drives in i've ever had um, explain worst. What was uh, terrible about it other than you were probably all over the place? You really have to like slam down on the gas to get it to go at all. Wow. <laughs> that is exactly the opposite what of what w- you're supposed w- to do. <laughs> <laughs> and the car does a weird beeping sound like there's an alarm inside where it goes. That's your ABS alarm, I think, is it not? Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. How, how long have you had that car for? 11 years. 11 years. Well, you know nothing about it, huh? When, when that thing's going, beep, 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 <laughs> uh, does a light come on on the dash at all? Yes, and it looks like skids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And that doesn't, like, what does that tell you? Like, what, does it say you're doing something right? Like, yay, man, you did it. Or is that like a bad sound, do you think? No, I think it's a bad sound. Yeah. But yeah, you, so you don't all know, I do is I let go of the gas, it stops, and then I push down on the Take your hands down. off the wheel, take your feet off the pedals, <laughs> close, close your, your eyes, eyes, and yell, Jesus, take the wheel! <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. Whatever happens, happens, right? Like, that's... I remember when I did my driver's test, because I know you guys all did your driver's test way before I did. I only did mine a couple of years ago. Yeah. And, and a lot of people forget about the... Uh, the um, let what happen happen uh, rule when it comes to driving. You know, same thing when you're going over train tracks. Didn't you right? give... Um, Feet off the pedal, oh, hands yeah. off the wheel, close your eyes. Isn't that... Just coast. After you get your license, doesn't the... Uh Ministry of Transportation, they send you that bumper sticker that you're supposed to put in your yes, car. They do. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, right? yeah. I still have my uh, my my blindfold from my driver's test. <laughs> you guys probably lost yours because it happened years yeah, it's ago. Got the ministry logo on it and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, how long did it take for you? Your your normal your typical drive into work, David Moore, is what? My typical drive is about like eight minutes today. Yeah. Oh, it's the same eight minutes. Oh, what? What? Yeah. Uh, did they yeah. plow the route that you no, take? No, no, not at all. I take so the how same did it still take does. eight minutes? Because I slammed on the gas and hoped for the best. Well, <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> yeah, how man. about you, Roz? Uh, yeah, it took me a little bit while longer, but I was fine, right? Like, it's just people just, like, you, I, they make up lanes, right? I'm yeah, like, I know there's course. not, I know there's not four lanes on that part of the gardener. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah But yeah, suddenly yeah. there's there's four lanes. And, Shem? And, you came in from Scarborough. Yeah, for me, normally my drive door to door is about 17 minutes, and today was about 35. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. My brother turned uh, 50 over the weekend. Hey, and, happy uh, birthday, Rich. Yeah, happy and, birthday. and we were hanging out and we were talking about uh, driving because he doesn't really drive that much. But he's so old. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I know, three years okay. older than I am. Uh, but he's so old. He was talking about when he went for his license, uh-huh. like his road test. Was it horse and carriage? No, it wasn't a road <laughs> test. It was like you do it in a, in a big empty parking lot where they set up cones and stuff. What? And yeah, like you're not actually on the road. Like when you have to parallel park, like you had to parallel park between traffic cones and they make... Well, that's not real life. And they make fake stop signs but and stuff. But that depends on where you're doing the test, right? Well, but what he was saying is that the problem with that was is that... Y- 
you're also taking a test on a course with other people who are taking a test on the course. So at, at so, the same time, yes. No, so 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 when you pull up to their makeshift four way stop, yeah. you're also pulling up at that four way stop with three other cars that have never driven before, oh, no. right? And he's like, "How are you supposed to pass this?" Yeah, hence the bumper sticker. <laughs> right? Whatever happens, happens. Thank you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Well, here we are. We've made it past the great <laughs> blizzard of 2022. What a wild day. Um, parents, I'm going to tell you this right now because you're going to need to know before your kids wake up. Yeah. Um, TDSB. Schools are closed. Virtual uh, learning is still happening. Uh, Catholic District School Board for Toronto. Same thing. Halton District. Um, actually, this is very important. Halton District, uh, for Catholic as well, they have not made a decision regarding school regarding school closures for today. Uh, go to each of their websites or just follow them on social. But they just gave the kids a straight up snow day yesterday, didn't they? In Halton, they did. Yeah. yeah. See, they um, do it. York Region also says that uh, schools are closed, but remote learning is happening. Peel District School Board and Dufferin Peel Catholic District School Board said that uh, schools are closed. Remote learning is happening. York says that buses are canceled. Schools are closed. Remote learning. <laughs> uh huh. Basically, remote learning everywhere. Yeah, we, okay. I didn't get the uh, the note from uh, my kid's school until late last night. Yeah, yeah. A lot of this stuff came in yeah. um, super late after the kiddies. Oh, uh, Durham District, God, Durham Catholic so as well. Off. No decision. No decision has been made. So they also uh, advise to follow them on social or to check the websites. So yesterday was uh, was a blizzard. Uh, how long did it take you to get home? So you left here at what time? Eleven o three. Okay, eleven o three a.m. and yeah. it normally. Highways. It normally takes you how long to get home? About 45 minutes. About 45. Yeah. Okay. How long did it take you to get home yesterday? Uh, three hours and 20 minutes. Oh, good God. So right when I was about to leave, the highway, they shut two highways down. So yeah. highway was not an option. Yeah. Main roads were the only option. That's so it. So I quickly checked Google Maps just to see what was going in. <sighs> and for where the radio station is, every single route to leave, yeah. roads were closed because... Either there was too much snow that the plows hadn't gone through yet, right. or the buses were all snowed in, or cars were slipping and sliding all over the place that right. was just blocking traffic. Right. So the route that I ended up taking, like less than five minutes after I left the radio station, I was stuck behind two plows. And I was the first car yeah. in a row of cars stuck behind two plows for about 45 minutes. Oof. And then once those cars, uh, once those plows left, I was yeah. able to, I kind of flew down the road because I went down a road that had already, after I turned, sure. went down a road that had already been plowed, but then got stuck in traffic for another like 30, 45 so, minutes. So 3, 320 is what it took you Three to get home. 20 minutes. Shem, yeah. how long does, uh, does it normally take you to get home? Uh, normally it's about... 30 minutes, maybe? And, and you left here what time yesterday? One thirty-five in the afternoon. And how long did it take you to get home? I got home at 4.27 last night. So that's Whoa. what? Afternoon. That's what? That's just under three hours. Just under three hours. Yeah. Uh, damn it, Maury. 
Yeah, it took me about uh, 20 minutes to get home. 20 minutes. I followed Maury all the way, half the, like half of his way home yesterday. And? Oh, my God. And we were on the phone together because mm-hmm. I was like, just call me and I'll just put you on speakerphone while I'm driving behind you. Not to you. help mind me you. to laugh at me. Yeah. And mind you, David Maury has a small uh, Yaris. Fr- tiny front-wheel drive Yaris with no snow tires. No snow tires whatsoever. <laughs> and talking to David Maury, okay, I could barely talk to him because every two seconds, all I heard from his car was beep, 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 because he was sliding sliding everywhere. And there's oh. an alarm that goes on inside his car oh. when he loses traction. Yeah. So it. Uh, how did you guys, did, you were spinning out when I left you more. Yeah, there's one part where I had to turn right and I couldn't. And I had to back up, go forward, back up, go forward. And you just drove by me. I was watching all these videos on social yesterday. I'll tell you one thing I learned about myself, mm. which is I am not the kind of citizen that is going to gather together with other citizens and help move a city bus. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah, you need a lot of people me. for that. It's not me, though. You need a it's, lot of there people. Could be, I'm telling you right now, there could be 60 people pushing the back of a TTC bus, and they would be like, guys, we just need one more, mm-hmm. right? And I'd be like, uh-huh. Yeah, I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> Safety Sorry, first. Sorry, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, I no, wouldn't even I make understand. eye contact. I drove by people stranded yesterday, and I wouldn't even make eye contact with them because I was just plowing through everything, yeah. right? A Canada Post bus was going up a hill and then stopped halfway and started sliding back towards me. Yeah. And I d- just I don't, veered off to the left. Like, I don't under... I understand... Okay, yesterday was was terrible, yes. right? And the plows were going by. But I drove past one intersection where the plows <laughs> had gone by yeah. and completely blocked the other way of traffic. <laughs> yeah. So there were cars and, like, six or seven buses just there... <laughs> that couldn't go at the, anywhere. ...at the front because the snow had piled up so high. Yeah. And I was like, well, where are the other plows? And I right. know it was, like, a busy day and, yeah. like, plows were out everywhere, but it was a mess. Even driving in today, the highways... Yeah, not had, great. Had, no, but, like, the route that I took, the highways had been plowed, yeah. but there were so many cars... Yeah. That were behind <laughs> snowbanks pulled over on the shoulder. Still. That are still there. That they yeah. couldn't because the snow had like the, the saw, plows had just gone by. I saw people who ran out of gas. Like they were I saw a guy walking down a pretty busy street yesterday yeah. with like a red jerry can full of gas that I don't it know. It was where like the walking walked. dead. It was the walking dead yesterday. Right. Even like the yes. on ramps. Like yes. the, the snow piles. Uh, I, after the plows went through, were so high. There was like one tiny little carving, yeah. And you had to time how you got on the highway because it was like pretty much single lane, and make sure that you didn't hit anyone or nobody hit you. Bro, I'm driving. I'm driving large. down the street, and there's a woman walking down the middle of the road, right? Yeah. And then I'm sort of like going creeping, 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 and then I honk my horn to get her attention to tell her to get out of the middle of the road. She turns around, slams both her hands on the hood of my truck, and then walks over to the passenger window, slams her hand against the window, and all I see is cash, and she was screaming that she was going to give me forty dollars if I took her across town. No, yeah, and so not him. Just- oh. <laughs> I'm not that kind of guy. No. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, congratulations, kids! Back to school today. Yep. A lot of kids happy about that. A lot of parents happy about that. A lot of teachers happy about that. Yeah, we didn't speak about it in my house last night at all. No, because just in case? It, it, yeah, just in case. Mm. I get just it. in case, yeah, you just get told something for so long, and then it, and even like, not even this round of homeschooling, but all the other rounds of homeschooling. You know, we're going back now, we're going back then, we're going back then. Never happens, and then they were all excited to go back on Monday, and then the snow, and then again on Tuesday, and then guess what? It's, there's still snow. Remember <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> uh, almost two years ago when they thought COVID was only going to last two weeks? Two weeks to flatten the curve, baby. <laughs> 
Right? Still doing it. <laughs> Two weeks to flatten the curve. Yeah. That's, and then uh, at some point today, uh, there's going to be an announcement um, from Doug Ford about uh, coming out of stage two. Yeah. Right now. What are, what are we allowed to do and not allowed to do right now? I don't even know, to I know, be honest we're not allowed. You. We're not allowed to go get swole at the gym. Right. You can't go to the gym. Right. We're not allowed to. Which is stupid. Um, it's the worst thing you can do is take away allowed, access to people exercising. We're not allowed to sit down in a restaurant. Right. Eat. Um, and we're not allowed to be at full capacity shopping anywhere. <laughs> it's 50% only. Stupid. Yeah. Okay, cool. Get rid of it all. Just let's walk but around with masks on. What? what we are allowed to do, yeah. if you're Doug Ford at least, yeah. is to be on FaceTime while talking to the news. Sure. Right? You can do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's a plus. Yeah. Well, listen, man, you got to campaign when you can get it when you can campaign, right? This is what he does. Listen, for Doug Ford is he's a lot of things and he's also not a lot of things, right? Not very strong. I saw him with that shovel the other day trying to help no, someone dig out of a... Uh, yeah, he doesn't have... The, no, he doesn't have that, like, he doesn't have that strength his brother did, right? You know what oh. I mean? Like, like Rob Ford would Yo. always surprise you with, like... R.I.P. His, Rob, his, like, his, linebacker. His, his physicality, right? Yeah. But with but with Doug, I would... Doug may not be great at the office of Premier, but I don't think that anybody's ever accused Doug Ford of being, like, a, a sort of bad citizen. And he's one of these guys that, you know, thrives in moments like this, right? This yeah. is his springing into action. Oh, here I grab come, the everybody. Little, grab the little shovel and here I go. My friends, I'm yes. here to help. This is what this is. And this is what he and his brother did. It was just like that that whole thing of, you know, hey, call me on my home phone. Uh-huh. Right. And then they would answer. Right. Like that's their sort of way of doing things. It's the. And they you make know, home visits. I'm going to. Yeah. You know, I'm going to I'm going to sit around, you know, and not talk to people. And you're not going to see me for a couple of weeks. But when the snow happens. Man, I'm gonna be on the side of the road digging out, you know, yeah. single moms. You need that bus move, right? Call me. <laughs> yeah, like that's it's it's all like it's all show. But I of think that if you is. look at it and you understand that it's all show, it, it, it you know you feel less, I guess, manipulated by it. Because a lot of people got very upset about Doug Ford digging people out of their cars. Like, well, like I would say overly upset. Yeah. Like you can be you can be pissy and say, hey, listen, you know, you don't talk to the media. Uh, at any other point, but then you start FaceTiming while you're driving strangers home in your, you know, in your personal car, yeah. right? Wearing a fleecy. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, like, I get, you know, you I, 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 I get that, but, you know, I, the, the, the level of sort of, you know... Uh, of how dare you? Yeah, it was just, yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I, I found the, I found the whole I thing to be, to be a little wild. I was actually kind of surprised by how people... Like, it didn't surprise me to see Doug Ford doing all that stuff. Yeah. It did surprise me to see the amount of backlash he got. Right. Well, I just, well, because to me, it just looked like everybody who got, like, really, really pissed off about it, it just seemed to me that they just, like, like, are you just now getting it? Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you know, I understand you're calling it campaigning and your poll numbers come out and all this other stuff and they're super low. I'm like, yeah, that, of course, is what it is. Why are you so shocked about this? Yeah. Like it's not new. This is what it's. He's not the first person. No, it's a politician to the rescue. You can go through. You can go through history and look at moments of where it's you know the 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 low polling politician to the rescue, right? Like that's what it was. Tiny little shovel and a fleecy driving strangers home in his car. It's not going to help you win. That upper body strength, right? (laughs) Come on now. You you know why he's going to announce like stage two loosening the restrictions, right? Got to get those gyms open. 
Bro, you can start well, benching some weight. First son. of all, that's, I mean, you know, if you want to go out for something, the, the one thing we do know about COVID is that, you know, staying fit and healthy and active and social and all that other stuff, all that stuff helps you not die from COVID. Yeah. And to close gyms is the, is the, should be the last thing that you consider doing. For real, closing gyms should be the last thing you consider doing. And it's always the first thing they do. It's ridiculous. Wow. Wow, you sound like a real like no. I'm just. Gym rat I know. Here. I know. Thank you. Right. Thank you. I'm Jonesing. You can tell. You can tell. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I got. Uh, I got. You want to hit that bench listen, hard? Man, huh? Somewhere, somewhere in this city, somewhere in this city, there's a set of five pound dumbbells. Right. That I'm like screaming your name. Screaming my name. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how you guys doing? What's Good, up? Good, buddy. What's up? Not bad. I seen uh, my wife yesterday sent me a picture from Mocha's Instagram. You're taking pictures of me on my ATV cleaning snow, aren't you? Ah, was that you? Oh, that was you. Yes. The, the condo building that's across the street from where the radio station is, uh, yep. with all that snow piled up as I was walking to the parking garage, I saw, I guess it's you, on an ATV just ripping it down the driveway, pushing all that snow across and pushing it out of the way, clearing the roads, right? Clearing the driveway, clearing the sidewalk in front of the condo. I was like, yo, that is badass. I had never seen somebody take a plow and put it on their ATV before, and you were, like, gunning it. It was amazing. Yeah, well, because well, I do sidewalks. Uh, that's all I do is uh, commercial sidewalks downtown. And uh, it worked for the first, I'd say, two, three hours. And then after that major blizzard in the morning, that's it. We were stuck. How do you, uh, feel, how do you feel about only doing sidewalks? You know what I mean? I, like, did you feel like I, you're missing out on the big show? You no, know, I just, you know what? I've been doing sidewalks for 15 years yeah. for this company. And uh, I'm just tired of the cold. I'm tired of the wetness. I, I just you. get sick and tired of that. I got My back's you. starting to hurt. I've been, we've already almost had 40 hours doing the snow and we still got another 20 30 hours to go wow so you're working another full shift today oh yeah i uh, started monday at 3 a.m got home tuesday at 1 a.m been back out tuesday morning at four got home at nine left today at two and god knows when i'll be home but, like you never get jealous of like the real heroes i am the real <laughs> hero <laughs> I know, but let's face it. Like, you're you're like in the, in the snow removal world, you're the podiatrist, right? Like you're the doctor. Yeah. They don't let go above the ankle. Of course, always hating on us. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, man, no let... but yesterday I was just working. And then all of a sudden my wife calls me. She's like, babe, you won't believe it. I'm like, what? She's like I'm going through Instagram. And Mocha's taking pictures of you. I'm like, oh, I'm going to call him and I'm going to charge him some money for that. Oh, please. See, that? Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, no, but no, it's a it's a killer machine. I, I love ATVs and I love the idea of putting a snowplow on the front of it, too. Like, it's just yeah. so badass. It's, a, it's an amazing thing to use. But like I said, for a certain amount, once you get snow like this, forget yeah. it. It doesn't do nothing. No. All right. Really? So you're back out on the on the ATV today, or you got a different vehicle? Yeah, I just passed by your building right now. I'm just oh. down the street. Oh, nice. Here, I'll tell you how how much influence you have on this show, even though you know sidewalk guy. Uh, the wow. amount of influence you have on this show, okay? I'll tell you right now. Mocha okay. showed me that. Mocha showed me that video. Mocha shot that video and then showed me that video. Mocha, <laughs> later that day or at some point in that evening, did you or did you not go home and Google ATVs and the price of a new ATV? <laughs> 
Oh, when I got down to the parking lot before I left work. Yes. Yeah. I I I was doing it before the show finished. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty expensive, but they're yeah. pretty cool to have. Oh, yeah. totally cool. Yeah. Well, no, listen. Sure. Uh, what's what's your name? We didn't get your name. Uh, it's Alex. Alex, thank you so much for for listening. Thank you for helping to clear the uh, the sidewalks and and keep the streets clean. Um, we appreciate you for listening, and we appreciate your your dedication to your work, brother. Not a problem. Been listening to you guys since day one. Oh, nice. Well, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, come on, man. It's got to be Mocha. Oh, why? I wonder. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. When you listen to our podcast at half speed, whether it's an accident or on purpose, it sounds like these conversations that we have, um, (laughs) like we're wasted (laughs) when we have these conversations. And the sometimes ridiculous, dumb, stupid stuff that we talk about on the show sounds even more dumb, more stupid, more ridiculous when you listen at half speed. So uh, Frank Chiasino sent us this from early in our podcast, by the way, episode 38, right? We're at like 340 plus now. So episode 38 dates back to 2018. And we're talking about... (laughs) This story, um, 99% of women hate that the, their partner wears Speedos on the beach and takes See, offense to it. You shouldn't have an opinion about what I wear on the beach. Um, which is uh, exactly what this conversation at half speed sounds like from the podcast <laughs> oh, when you have that opinion, Roz. When it comes to Speedos at the beach, yeah. okay, I'm going to say something that may sound familiar to you, which is this. My body, my choice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So you're just like all Speedo everything. I love them. All the time. I love them, which is funny because they don't wear it when I'm alone, like at the cottage with the pool and stuff like this. But when I go somewhere, I, oh, I often really? bust it out. I mean, I have them. I'll wear Wait, them. Wait, so what I'll, do you wear, wear when you Cause I just, I just <laughs> Because I just cycle through swim trunks so frequently. I'm in and I'm out, I'm in and I'm out, I'm in and around, and then by the end of the day, they have nine pair all laid out, all drawn <laughs> on the line. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait. Let's not get too deep into why I change my swim trunks all the time, okay? I don't want to go there. My body, my choice. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so if you're listening to our podcast wow. and and you find a uh, a moment where you listen to it at half speed, it sounds oh, like God. we are drunk. Feel free to DM it to us. Give us your name as well, so we can give you a shout out on the show. But big up to uh, Frank Chiasino for sending that one in. Talking about speedos. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey Steve, what's going on, man? It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I am good. What's going on? I just wanted to ask. Uh, hey, Roz, are you looking forward to making your lasagna for Maury this year? Oh, yeah. So Maury sent me a text about this the other day. What? So, well, because it's cold, right? Yeah. The deal always is that I, years ago, I made Maury lasagna. Years ago, I made Maury lasagna. And he kept asking me for lasagna. And I was like, but he always asked me like in the summer and stuff like this. And I'm like, it's too hot to make a lasagna, man. And I don't do that, right? So heavy, too. Although I make it for myself all the time. <laughs> Um, and then I Yo, said, this lasagna affected him so affected much. Affected like him. In a good way, in a yeah, positive way, yeah. right? 
And then, so I had said, okay, more, listen, I'll make you a lasagna when we get to five days in a row of below zero temperatures, mm-hmm. right? So five days in a row of the minuses. And this was years ago that I made more of the lasagna. And we've gone through three winters where we actually have not had five days in a row yeah. uh, that were below zero temperatures. Um, but I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the next week which is like minus three, minus 13, minus three, minus one, minus three. So I'm thinking, I, I know, I know. So Yo, you're going to have to go to Sobeys I know, today. I know. <laughs> Start buying so, the ingredients. I, so I'm thinking that maybe one of those days that's like a minus one, maybe it'll hit above zero, zero or above. Yeah. Uh, so I'm thinking I may Ooh. sort of squeeze out of this, but it's looking like it's tough. It's Damn. looking like it's tough. Damn it, more. You're gonna have to start uh, like a food fast. I don't. Have you Wait, ever had this lasagna? This lasagna. I don't know. It's magical, man. There's something that Roz does to the meat. It's like a <laughs> like a wet, creamy meat. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I, he makes it. Yeah, I've had it like so many times. What? <laughs> <laughs> like all the time. <laughs> what deal do you get? Yeah, but no, no, I'm where I'm looking at the I'm looking I've actually thought about this, the lasagna deal. And uh I think I think in the next couple of days, one of these days it's like a minus one, it'll hit zero and then I'll get out of it. I'm not I'm not hundred percent confident that I'm gonna be making a lasagna do anytime I, if, soon. If it's five days in the minuses, do I get the lasagna on the fifth day? I don't know. No, no. It's just, listen, man, I'm not going to, like, go home on a Tuesday night and make you a lasagna. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. And drop it off. Yeah. Drive it to your house? No. No. You, you jackass. Uh, but, I, but, yeah, I know it's been three years, and uh, I haven't had to do it yet, so it's looking like this year's going to screw me, though. There you go. Damn it, Maury. Start fasting now. Oh, man. I, I, my mouth is watering. Maury, and by the way, Maury will keep it in the car just so he doesn't have to share it with Matthew. Like, Maury's going to put the whole tray on his lap eat it eat it eat it while he's commuting just so he doesn't have to share it with matthew drive around for an hour and a half (laughs) yo steve you're the best thanks dude see you guys this is the roz and mocha show podcast hello roz and mocha who's this hello this is courtney what's up courtney i'm just eating my breakfast and i had a question for roz yeah you sound so excited oh i'm very excited well i was just wondering it's been very cold lately and i don't remember your exact agreement if it was Mm. three or five days but i feel like maury needs some lasagna i know i know he sent it to me more yeah Mm, i've been thinking about this as well because last time we brought this up it was on friday and it was minus on friday minus saturday minus sunday that's three days yeah. Minus uh, Monday. Oh, yeah. Minus yesterday. Ah, oh, because today we're getting into the pluses. But I, I, I actually checked with the, the famous meteorologist uh, Jill Taylor to confirm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, where do they, like, are they, are, here's, because here's my thing, right? Are these city temps or is this like out at the airport temps? <laughs> Dude, you did not put any specifications. Yeah, I did. We, Yeah, 100%. You never said city, airport. What are you talking province. about? We, where are we right now? We're in the city. Those are the temperatures she goes with for the city. Yeah, I, well, I don't know about that. I'm going to have to do my own fact checking. I'm not denying. I'm just saying I got to do my own fact checking. Did you at least go and buy the ingredients at Metro or anything like that? No, I mean, I'm not listening. I, okay, I'll, I'll make good on it. Uh-huh. If, if we hit five days in a row where it's minus 10. So just to bring people up to speed. The the I made Maury lasagna years ago, and then every time uh, I would make another lasagna, he begs for it. And I said, listen, more, I will make you lasagna. I'll make you a deal. I'll make you lasagna if and when we get to five days in a row with a high that is in the minuses, right? So five days in a row where it's below zero. And, and we did that. 
And, yeah, I think we did it. And and we hit like we. This has been years, if you also, can believe it. Years, if you can no believe it. There's no difference between the airport or the city as far as temperature is concerned when it's this cold. Uh, yeah, there is. Oh, there but is. when you get to like minus one, zero, and plus one, yeah, there, there's there a difference. Absolutely, there is. There's I know, but if a, you see the temperatures, the, they were I like... I don't know. I think we had one day in there where I think I might uh, might come out of this. But no, no, no. Listen, I will I will come clean on this. Is it a full... By the way, do I get... It's a full lasagna, I, right? I, I, yeah. I, listen, okay? I, I will come... I will I will make good on this. I made yeah. the bet, okay? I, I will make good on this. But I'll tell you what I'm not going to do. I'm not going home on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday night to make... Make a whole lasagna for Maury. Okay, but then like what's gonna, the deadline? It's like, going to happen. Well, there is no deadline. Yeah, what, spring. What, did you, what deadline? What say, like, is it, am I getting it in July? I don't know. What deadline did you set? Like that week. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You never said that. Well, he never hungry, said hungry airport or city. He never said airport or city. No, so. I where well, no, I'm going by where we live. Okay, I mean, otherwise you could have given me uh, the temperatures for St. Petersburg, Russia. But I never and said, did hey, that. listen. Well, I know. Yeah, let uh, Ross listen, do his fact checking. Let me let me do. Thank you. If you if you uh, are deserving of this uh, this lasagna, then. Yes, I will 100% make it. I'm not going to try back out, okay? It's going to taste so much better after all this work. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Have a great day. Because you've done so much. Thanks, you too. Bye. All right. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So can we talk about this lasagna bet? The lasagna bet with me and or I guess oh. it's not even a bet really. It's it it's was the a agreement bet. because the um the audience has like been like like uh, inundating me with DMs and they call the show and I'm sure Maury's getting it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the questions are, when does Maury get his lasagna? Because years ago, Maury likes my lasagna, right, Maury? It's Maura? the best. You should really sell it. Okay. Maury really likes my lasagna, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> years ago. He's going to open up a street front. Okay. Yeah. Roz yeah, to gonna, I know. I'm going to start selling. Suddenly I sell lasagna. Okay. So... Years ago for Christmas, I made Maury a uh, lasagna. And yeah. then Maury actually brought that lasagna to his family Christmas dinner. Half eaten. Half eaten. He brought <laughs> half a lasagna to his family's Christmas dinner. Uh-huh. And it was apparently the hit at the table. Like, everybody loved the lasagna. And so Maury has been asking me, can you please make me another lasagna? Please make me another lasagna. But Maury always asked me, in, like, in the summer, right, when it was, like, yeah. so hot. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, I don't want to have the oven on for that long, man. Like, it's not, it's not cool, right? Weather. Yeah, right? I'm like, I'm not making a lasagna. And so I told Maury, listen, if we, if we hit, when we hit five days where the temperature is consistently below zero. That's yeah. a good stretch, mm-hmm. okay? You will get your lasagna. Now, the problem was we've had wonky winters here, and we've now been years where we have not had five days where the temperature has been consistently below zero. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know it's been cold, right? It's been, like, crazy cold. So everybody's like, hey, when is, uh, when's Maury getting his lasagna? And so Jill Taylor, who you hear on 680 News, she's a weather specialist. She knows what's up, right? So Maury wrote the weather specialist. And this is what Maury, this is what Maury said. Uh, hey, Jill, quick question for you. Is today the fifth day in a row that we're having a temp in the minuses? Oh, wow. Okay. And then she wrote, yes. And then Maury was like, thanks. So when it comes to data and stats, how you ask the question, what question and how you collect the data matters. Maury asked, is today the fifth day in a row that we're having a temp in the minuses? 
The answer to that question was yes. Mm -hmm. The question that should have been asked is, which I asked, I went back to Maury's source, Jill Taylor, weather specialist, Mm -hmm. and I asked, hey, Jill, is this the fifth day in a row where the temperature has not reached above zero? How is that any different of a question? Because what's the high of that day? You're giving me the low of that day. In order to get five days consistently in the minuses, they cannot reach above zero any of those days. What did she say? She sent me a link. Oh, here we go. To the government of Canada. Oh, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> Boy, stay just hungry. want a damn lasagna. <laughs> These are temperatures for Toronto City, Ontario, which she. this is the link that Maury's source recommended. Okay. She sent me the link. I did not find this. I just asked the right question. So this is the link she sent me. January 1st, max temp, 5.1. January 2nd, minus 2.1. January 3rd, minus 4. January 4th, 3.3. January 5th, 4.9. January 6th, minus 1.5. January 7th, minus 4.5. January 8th, 1.9. January 9th. (laughs) January 9th, 4.3. Here we go. When we started getting a little bit cold, right? Uh January 10th. Minus 6.7. Oh, right. Here we go. January 11th, minus 1.7. Yes. Ooh, that's yes. January 12th, 2.4. Oh. Oh, damn it. January 13th, 2.0. Remember how cold last weekend was? Uh-huh. January 14th, minus 0.3. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. January 15th, minus 12.6. Right, that's huh. two. January 16th, point. Three. Ah. Oh. January seventeenth minus two point three. January eighteenth yesterday point two. Oh, so you oh have no! It for the love of God, you have, why you have to go back and ruin everything. <laughs> wow. So Maury, unfortunately, as much as I would love to make you lasagna, I'm probably stuck this weekend just making one for myself. <laughs> You know what? Because it's going to be cold. It, it really it really sounds like you don't want to make a whole I do. Don't get me wrong. I, I really know. do. Yeah, but the extent that you're going right now to prove that it <laughs> consistent five consecutive days of minuses. But I, I did. I literally went to one website. No, I know. Right? Like yeah. one website. The extent. Oh, the extent okay, you're going but through. Okay, Prior to you right. getting sent that link, yes. did you know that that website existed? Yeah, I mean, it, what, do I know that the government of Canada website exists? No, but for you to prove your point. I knew that there was something that had to have the temps for January uh-huh. on it. But why couldn't you just leave it at her uh, original answer? Yes. Because you didn't ask the right question, and that bothered me. I could say going to that extent, like if, if there was video of me outside with a hairdryer trying to warm up the city, right? <laughs> like, like, okay. <laughs> like that's, that's an extent to go yeah, to. Could you imagine that okay. work? <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Dwayne Johnson has the paleontologist community up in arms. Why? <laughs> so he was on Manning Cast last night, um, Monday Night Football, and oh, yes. with huh. Peyton Manning and Eli Manning. And The Rock is in his home office. And mm-hmm. all throughout the show, people realize that there was a giant T Rex skull behind Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. And so they eventually asked him about it. And this is this is the rock telling the story of the giant T-Rex skull. 
Wayne, what is it? You got a T-Rex behind you? What is that? A dinosaur? <laughs> I got a, a T-Rex skull. Yes, it's, it's, that's Stan. As a matter of fact, so Stan was the, uh, is the most complete T-Rex skull ever found uh, by a paleontologist, a young paleontologist, and his name was Stan. So this T-Rex head was named after him. Pretty cool and badass, isn't it? Okay, so why are so, people mad? Well, well, why? Because he's got the one and only. Well, no, because be it because to a museum. Well, no, because here's the thing: is that in 2020, the actual so the the T Rex was discovered by this guy named Stan, like in the 90s, right? Okay. And in 2020, it went up for auction, and it sold for 31.8 million dollars. Wow. To okay. The rock. We don't, it was an unknown buyer at the time. Okay. And the paleontology community sort of, they hate this stuff because what winds up happening is anytime something goes into private hands, scientists lose access to that thing to be able to do research on it, to be able to study it, uh, all of that stuff, right? So it's gone. Anything okay. you may learn from a T-Rex fossil at that point is then learn, is then gone. Everything. Okay. So so much to learn. So what people don't know is if The Rock is the mysterious buyer of the $31 million T-Rex skull, mm -hmm. or if he has one of the $11,000 replicas that they also sell. So Wait, no, the same place? So yeah, just like so around? museums sell them, right? Because uh -huh. they've cast, they've made casts of the skull. And so we don't know whether in The Rock's office. And he ain't never going to say anything. Well, here's the question, though. If you come out and say, yes, I'm the mysterious buyer who paid $31 million for a T-Rex skull, yeah. right, the sci science community is going to hate you because they hate people like that. They okay. hate when people do that. Well, then tell them to start a GoFundMe and get $31 million by The Rock. Or The Rock then has to admit to having a replica in, he ain't his, never gonna do that. in his office. No. Right? No, nah, so, he's not going to do that. So if The Rock doesn't say anything, are we to then believe that it is real or yes. if it's the replica? I'm going to say it's real. You're going to, you think it's real? Yeah. The only reason why I, I'm leaning towards replica is because it, the, what you would have purchased, like what was sold uh -huh. was the whole T-Rex. Well, maybe the rest are in the garage. In they the garage, has... like he separated it. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry that like. He hasn't assembled it yet. Okay. I'm just. He's uh, a very okay. busy guy. I love the rock and everything else, but you have to be next level douche to pay $31 million for a full, the, the most fully complete T-Rex bones ever, and then remove the head just to put it beside your tequila bottles in the office. Like that is next level, Yo, branding, next level. Man. But in, because here's the thing that I didn't know is that in, in Canada and other parts of the world, right, there's protections against fossils where they're found. But in America, the fossils belong to whoever owns the land. So okay. if you own a ranch in like, North Dakota, and you dig up a T Rex. Okay, it's yours. It's yours. And you, you can do whatever you want with it. You can buy it. Science community is not going to like come you, after you. You can paint it. You can smash it. It's oh. yours to do whatever you want with. They just hope that people do the right things with it. And this is one of those situations where people are like, "Is the Rock the mysterious buyer of the thirty-one thousand dollar T Rex skull? Or thirty-one million dollars? Sorry, thirty-one million dollar T Rex skull." And I'm going to say yes. You say yes. I, I, See, I, and I say, think the rest of the bones are in the garage. In the garage. <laughs>
And he's just like waiting. Like like with his scorpion costume, just like, yeah, like right where now. he keeps everything right else. Like, and like a bunch of boxes. <laughs> like all his memorabilia, a couple old WWE belts, <laughs> some pencil sketches of his, like the first versions of what he looked like in Moana. Like just all that stuff, like in yeah, storage. Every, yeah, just all beside oh, each other. Oh, God. And all the bones are numbered, so you know how to attach them. Like Lego. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so um, there is a decision, I guess a decision. The truth has come out as to whether Dwayne The Rock Johnson was the anonymous buyer in 2020 for $31.8 million of that T-Rex head. So uh, The Rock, do you have that clip still? I'm wondering if you do. If you don't, don't worry about it. Um, so on Monday Night Football, um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was doing the Manning cast with uh, uh, Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, just like sitting there talking football all night and everything else. And then during the interview, like it was, it was all throughout, it was all night long. And then during the interview, um, one of the guys was like, we have to point out what is behind you because the rock was sitting in his home office and behind him, there's like a bunch of tequila bottles cause he's got a tequila company. And then also behind him was a giant T-Rex head. And so this is what the rock had to say. Dwayne, what is it? You got a T-Rex behind you? What is that? A dinosaur? <laughs> I, do, I, got, a, I got a T-Rex skull. Yes. It's, it's, that's Stan. As a matter of fact, so Stan was the, uh, is the most complete T-Rex skull ever found, uh, by a paleontologist, a young paleontologist and his name was stan so this t-rex head was named after him pretty cool and badass isn't it okay so he didn't say whether it was the 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 real stan or a replica because the story again was that somebody paid 31.8 million dollars for it in 2020 Mm -hmm. but they were anonymous it was an anonymous buyer and this was the fear of the paleontology uh, and science world that something like this so rare and so useful would wind up in somebody's home where they would no longer have access to it and so the rock tweeted this last night and you had said what because you and i were discussing yesterday whether the rock was in fact the anonymous buyer and paid 30 almost 32 million dollars for it or or if he he was a replica Mm -hmm. and then the rock would have to admit that he paid eleven thousand dollars for a fake Right? I say yes. Okay. I still believe that. So, Why? What's so the here's what The Rock wrote. After my live interview with uh, Manning Cast, uh, there's been a lot of worldwide speculation in the world of science that I'm the, quote, mystery buyer for the original T-Rex skull known as Stan. Uh-huh. I am not the mystery buyer. In my home office, there is a replica cast of Stan that I had made, and, oh. but I purchased and had made from my friends at Black Hills Institute of Geological uh, Research and Paleontology uh, Excavation. The original Stan was found in 1987. In 2020, Stan was auctioned and sold for $31.8 million to an anonymous buyer and never seen again. That buyer was not me, says it twice. Oh. Uh, my love, respect, fascination, and curiosity for paleontology and archaeology uh, science runs deep. And if I was the proud owner of the real Stan, I sure as hell wouldn't keep him in my office. I'd keep him in a museum so the world could enjoy, study, and learn from him. Some cool paleontology history for you guys. <laughs> Based on anatomical research, Stan had some brutal fights during his lifetime, multiple bites and punctures from other T-Rex all over his skull, as well as at the base of his skull that resulted in a broken neck, which Stan survived, but his vertebrae were fused, resulting in loss of mobility and great pain for the rest of his life. Stan's a badass and reminds me of myself. Not because I'm a badass, but because I'm 67 million years old too. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Do you see that video of that guy in the snow that walked to his favorite restaurant 
and then realized oh it was close. And that happened on Monday when we had the big yeah, blizzard. I know. Yo, big up Nicey's restaurant in Scarborough. Is that what that was? Uh-huh. Yeah. What, tell, tell me about Nicey's. What's he, uh, Oh, man. Just like the. What do they serve? Every, like. I need to know only because this guy, if it's a, I mean, we're talking about a restaurant that you walk to in a blizzard uh-huh. without calling ahead of time to see if they were open, which and, I feel so bad for that dude. And the snow, and you all know what kind of snow we got. Yeah. So the video and, is this guy that shows up um, and he just like, it's from the security camera outside of Nicey's restaurant. Yeah. So the security camera footage and you just see this guy walk up uh, in a blizzard, like through the snow and he gets to the door and he realizes they're closed and this poor guy drops to his knees in the snow and then the snow is like up past his waist at that point because when he's walking through that snow that hadn't been plowed or shoveled (laughs) the snow is already to his knees so when he drops to his knees yeah it's like way higher on him is there anything you'd walk through a blizzard for is there anything you'd walk through a blizzard for I'd walk through the blizzard for the, like the LCBO. You can even say the LCBO. <laughs> wow. No, I wouldn't walk to the LCBO. You wouldn't walk, you wouldn't walk through a blizzard to the LCBO. For, no. No. Maybe like that guy, like to yeah. a restaurant. Yeah. But which restaurant just, though? Like which? when you need, you, like that guy was like really oh, in need yeah. of like a good curry dish yeah. or roti or like a beef patty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. The guy like Caribbean cuisine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he was like jonesing for for something from from that. Spot, Obviously, right? cold all day. Needed something to warm up those bones. Oh man! Just gets there. It's all closed. Yeah, I was trying to think about that. If there's something that I would go out in the world like that for Jack Astor's chicken fingers and fries. You walk in a blizzard for that more? I mean, Absolutely. they do they have would, huh? they do yeah. have the best chicken fingers and fries they do. that Absolutely. I've ever had. They do. Um, they do. I don't know yeah. if, I, if it's blizzard. What I walk is it blizzard worthy though? Like, is that blizzard worthy? I don't know if that's blizzard worthy. I don't. I mean, Matthew I, sent me out during the blizzard to go and get bananas. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah, really? He wanted a banana that bad that we he were, sent you in the blizzard. To he go has get one it? every morning with his oatmeal. We didn't have any, so I had to go across the street to the rabba. <laughs> Why? Can a question for you though, more about the dynamic Why didn't he of the go himself? Yeah, I'll get, I'll get to that. Um, <laughs> but about the dynamic, about the dynamic of the relationship, right? Like, I know that you say Matthew made me, Matthew made me, all this stuff. But you seem to do a lot of those what would be considered nice things in the relationship, right? Like your husband needs bananas. He gets a banana every morning with his oatmeal. You're like, baby, I got you. I'll go get your bananas. Like those all sound like nice things, but you frame it as Matthew made me. Now, no, but here's why I think Maury said it that way. Yeah. Because there was probably an argument that took place that Maury like didn't want to go. Right. But Maury lost that argument and then like reluctantly had it's to go. Like or, 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 was there. Or, or like Maury ate the last banana or something. And so it's Maury's fault that they have no more no, bananas. No, he rhymes like, off everything else he does. And he's like, now are you going to go? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. It's wow. got to be even Steven. God, I can't, you know, I'll tell you like at home, like that kind of stuff, those kinds of arguments where you start rhyming off who does what. They rarely happen in my house. And and if they do, it's over something substantial, right? Uh-huh. I get the feeling that these, what you do, what I do, so now you're doing this, ha- is a daily thing in your house more. 
Oh, yeah, every day. So every day. When Before you reluctantly went and got the bananas that you had to <laughs> trudge through the snow to get, right? Jesus on a blizzard when the city was shut. The <laughs> city was a mess. Down. There were buses that were stuck behind <laughs> snowbanks, cars like that smashed into one another. You had like 50 people trying to push a bus out of a... It was the worst day ever. Right? It was like the worst, the worst day, ever. day ever in the city. Yeah, yeah. And... You lost your fight against Devin Matthew to go get bananas. When he when he talks about all the things you don't do, what's always number yeah. one on the list? Cleaning. Cleaning. So what are all the things that he listed off before you then had to put your jacket and boots on to go? Cleaning, reorganizing the dishwasher because I do that wrong. Right. Folding my laundry every weekend. Wow. Yeah. Um, uh, taking care of Andy during the day, the dog. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I like legit, home during the day. I know, but I legit don't do much. Admittedly, (laughs) except get bananas. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You're a cat owner. Yes, I am. I have three cats at home. Well, I have two cats and one animal that looks like a cat but doesn't act like a cat. Like Moo is something else. I don't know what that guy is. Um, Can you tell each of their meows apart from one another? Percent. Yeah? yeah, like yeah, if yeah, yeah. if you're not in the room and you hear one of them meow, you're right. like, okay, that's Moo or that's but, whoever. Um, yes, because cats uh, cats don't meow to each other, right? Like unless they're fighting and it's like a hiss. Like cats mm-hmm. only meow to people. Like they right, don't yeah, they yeah, don't, yeah. don't just sit there and, and so like if if Catherine's in the other room with one of the cats, right, And yes. that cat meows. You in the 100%. other room, you're not there. Hundred percent, absolutely. The reason why I bring this up is because. Um, There's this woman in the UK. Her name is Rachel Lawrence. She's 40 years old. Mm -hmm. She was on the phone with her vet regarding one of her cats when she recognized a cry in the background that she believed belonged to Barnaby, her cat that had gone missing eight months months ago. Wow. So the vet responded that this particular cat that she heard in the background was brought to the office by a good Samaritan. Good Samaritan. Jeez. She said there was just something about the meow. So after three hours of it being in my head, I called them back and then gave a description of this cat, of her missing cat, Barnaby. Yeah. And the vet was like, yes. And then she went to go pick up her cat that she originally was calling about that was there at the vet. Mm-hmm. And she saw. She showed pictures of the cat that went missing. Right. And then they brought the cat out from the back, and it was, like, her friggin' cat. Like, I I can, I understand in my house, like, when one cat is crying or talking to you, I know which one it is. I don't know if I could recognize my cat's voice over the phone. That's incredible. Right? But some cats have weird meows, man. Uh-huh. Like, some cats are just strange, and they don't like the sound ones that, like uh, other cats. That sounds like human? Like, meow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> meow. <laughs> meow. <laughs> meow. But, yeah, so this woman, she recognized, like, the cat went missing eight months ago. Yeah. And she just randomly, like, not randomly, but she called her vet for a specific reason. And then really, this, her huh? cat, like, randomly in the background yeah. was meowing. She's like, that's Barnaby. I know his meow. We have one cat that I... I swear to God, says hello, but he only does it early in the morning when he has no food. No. And, and he stands at the top of the stairs. Like sarcastically? Like, hello, do no, you know what no, time it is? No, he's like, hello? He's like, how does he do it? No, just wait, just stop wait. it. Yeah. I, and I try and record it all the time. And like, I've for this show, I have tried to record it hundreds of times. Okay. And I've never been able to really capture a, a great version of it because as soon as they hear me, they stop. 
right? And that's the problem. I almost uh. have to just like leave something recording all night. Maury, how do you record things in your house secretly all night without anybody knowing? Just kidding. Oh, I was literally going to tell you. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Now's my time yeah, exactly. to shine. I'll show you exactly. the app. I don't need how, that. How does, don't, he, so how does so the cat say? It goes like, hello. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Does it it's sound like weird. this? Like this? Yeah. Hello. Yeah, like that one. Really? Yeah, the like one? that one. Yeah. So not that one, but this one. Yeah, like that one. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, it does. And, but I think that maybe in cat that might that might mean like food or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds Feed like me. yes, yes. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You see uh, Deepa's latest post on Instagram? No, Ross? no. What is Are you it? following her? No, I don't think so. Do I follow you, Deepa? Yes, you do follow me. Do How I? dare you say that you don't? Right. Uh, Deepa Prashad won. I, I, like I'm telling you, I'm never on Instagram. Like I'm never on Instagram. How long you been with our show now, Deepa? Consistently, like six, seven months now? <laughs> no. You always get this wrong. I feel like I've been here for like a year. Oh, yeah, you a year. feel? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's think? what it is. So Deepa, if you don't know, got uh, married back in September. Yeah. And on Instagram, she posted the other day, she's starting to get uh, all the photos back now from the photographer. And she posted like a whole bunch of pictures and then put on stories, hey, FYI, followers, I'm going to be spamming your feed with all these photos that we're getting back because we literally got thousands yeah. from our wedding. So after putting up the first round of the first carousel of photos and putting that warning out to people on Instagram stories, Deepa, what happened? I lost in an hour 150 followers after I posted the first round of wedding photos. But get this, the wedding photos, the first set that I posted, it was just me and my family. Like the Thalal wasn't even photographed in any of these okay, yet. Hold on. Pause for one second. Okay, so you're so when Thalal first posted pictures of the wedding, he posted yeah. 10 shots. You were not in any of them. <laughs> That's you, true, yeah. You just post pictures of the wedding, and he was in how many? Zero, so Zero. far. Okay. I'm going to post him today. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all sleep in the same bed under separate blankets and on Instagram you, you live separate lives. Like, who, like <laughs> if you look, if you, if you look at the lol's Instagram, you'd be like, who'd that guy yeah. marry? <laughs> if you look at Deepa's Instagram, you're like, who'd yeah. she marry? No, no, no. I, my logic is I'm posting in chronological order. So it was getting ready shots and then my family shots. Today will be like wedding, wedding photos. <sighs> Um, but because of all this, so you lost like, followers. So, though. but here's the How thing: How do you even know that you lose hundred followers? Are you like Dim Amori that has the app that tells you, gives you the notifications when you lose followers? No, I, I know this would happen because uh, a few times, like I've posted engagement photos and stuff. I lost yeah. four hundred followers when I posted engagement photos. Wow! And I think in total, after this one post, without the lol even in it, I think I lost a hundred and eighty followers. And somebody actually, like a few people, DM me being like, "Oh, you shouldn't post wedding pictures because it ruins your image." And I was like, 
What? Yeah. Wait, no, no. But I, how did you what? find out? How did you figure out that number of 100 and 180? You just know. Oh, I just checked my Instagram. Like yeah. I knew oh, okay. before, I had like 40.2 something, and then so after is there that, it is is there a chance? Because I don't think that this is people who just hate looking at wedding photos. This has to be those people who unfollowed you were people who legitimately thought that they had a shot with you, yes. or they liked the fantasy of thinking that you are a single woman. I think so as well, but it's also like I'm not going to hide the fact that I'm married and I have well, a husband. Well, you certainly didn't post a picture of your husband when you posted your wedding pictures. <laughs> I said today is the day, Ross. Deepa, Deepa, 10 pictures of her wedding, her husband's not in any of them. I'm certainly not going to hide the fact that I'm married. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Tim Allen's doing a Santa Claus series for Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. I love those movies. I know. They're he's so, so good. good. Yeah. I know. He's so good. I love, was, love, love. I was loving that. I mean, the one, which one was the one that it was like, okay, I think part three with Jack Frost. Oh, yeah. With, oh, yeah. Uh, Martin, Short. Martin Short. With Jack yeah, Frost. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, That was yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I understood why they had to do it. Like, they had a, you know, a blockbuster series on their hands. Yeah. Hey, so uh, Yellow Jackets uh, last night, mm-hmm. right? Oh. Shem waving both arms in the air. He watches that show. Yes, indeed. The- yes, indeed. Okay. Was it finale? Okay. Yeah, that was a finale, right, Shem? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay, man, lousy SOBs. What? Lousy SOBs. What don't you like about it? Okay, so they set up what was to come. Remind and- people again, sorry, Okay, so Yellow Jackets, uh, girl soccer team, plane goes down in the woods. They all mm-hmm. go nuts. Uh, in the first five minutes of the show... Um, they sort of like preview what's to come of these young women in the in the wilderness. Yeah. And in the first five minutes of the show, it's just bonkers. They're wearing like dead animal costumes and eating each other, wow. right? Like cutting humans Ooh. and like consuming them to stay alive. Yeah. And so that foreshadows what's to come. And then in these episodes, nothing happens. And I know I'm one of the only people that says nothing happens in these episodes, but they're really like very little happens in the majority of these episodes. Like no eating other humans? I still like this show though. And then so I'm like, okay, get to the eating the people already, right? Like when are you going to get to the eating the people? And I hate that I have to think that way because I really have no desire to watch people eat people, but you set the show up that way Therefore, where it's not even a question as to whether they're going to yeah. eat people or not. So I'm like, get on with it already. Eat people. Mm-hmm. And last- I wonder if it's because... When you when they set it up that they've crashed, right? As the viewer, you think, well, how are they going to survive? And you automatically come to the conclusion. They show you. At some point. No, I know. So they, in order to show you what it is you're thinking, they showed you what it is that they were thinking. They showed you. However, thinking. last night was the season finale. And guess what? What? They didn't eat people. Oh. Yet. So what season two? He is slow burn. Listen, no, okay, are you are no. you not excited for a season two? No, nope, zero. What? Nope. You're gonna watch? Nope. I bet because, you know what? All Listen, because they if didn't you, eat people? yeah, if no, if you set something up, okay, if you're building a season of television, yeah. and you set something up in episode one as a tease. That thing has to be revealed by the end of season one. You can then set something up for season two. But you have to deliver on the setup within a so season of television. That I agree with. I think you there, have to. There should be a payoff somewhere within that first season. Yes, I think waiting to the to the season finale is way too late. Way too late. My opinion is maybe episode three 
four, five, sure. somewhere Midway, there. then the story shakes up a little bit. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Add a little but bit more excitement. You cannot do that in episode one with no payoff in the season finale. There it was, is brutal. There yeah. was tons of payoff in the season finale. No. They're, they're setting up for an incredible season two no. without spoiling anything, of course. And yes, I know there, there hasn't been eating people yet, but I think that's such a small so, part no, of the story. It's not. It's not. So what it's they survival, did. survival, though. It's not. Right? What they did. What they did. And why I'm so passionate about this, okay, is they set up questions in season, in episode one. Mm-hmm. Who's the antler queen? Who gets eaten? There's only five of them left. Who sort of survives? These are the questions that they set up at, in episode one, season one. Those questions need to be answered by the end of season one if you set it up that way, mm-hmm. right? Especially because they weren't ambiguous about it. If they were ambiguous of like, hey, maybe they eat people, maybe they don't, then I would be okay with it. Right. But they don't. They set it up. It's blatant in episode one. And then I get to the thing last night. I sit down. I watch the show. Um, I get a taste for blood. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and and Nothing. No blood. You're just hungry for people eating people, which no, is weird I, all in itself, I, by listen, the way. I know, and I hate saying that because now I look like a person who wants to see people eat people, but yeah. it's not about that. <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Hi, Elle. Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good. Uh, nice to talk to you again. Last time we chatted was back in April of last year. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, this was an interesting um, Fix My Life. Life. And I remember being super into it because there was just so much going on. So, you, you, wrote, you know, seriously, you wrote us and you said that you had found out that you had a, a brother that you sort of didn't know was your brother and that you got along and that you're happy to have him in your life, but that you had found out that your dad was planning to send a family heirloom to your brother as a surprise gift. And you said that maybe your dad wanted to do it to get into his good books because your brother was sort of famous and extremely wealthy. Um, but the brother had zero interest in this family heirloom, but the family heirloom meant a lot to you and you didn't want your dad to just hand it over to somebody that they had no sort of sentimental value towards this family heirloom. And the heirloom was a portrait of your grandfather in an official government frame, right? Yes. Okay. The conversation that we had, so, so let's just sort of go back here. Talk about your connection to this picture of your grandfather, why it means so much to you and why it hurts so much that your dad wanted to hand it over to, uh, to your brother. Um, so we'd had it most of my life in my parents' house. And then when my grandfather died, we gave it back to my grandmother because my grandparents actually met during the war. And I was really sad to see it go because it was just something I was very I guess preoccupied with when I was really little, like I'd sit and look at it and it just meant something to me. So when we gave it back to my grandmother, she saw that I was upset about it and she took me aside and she said, don't worry, like this is for you. And like when, when I pass on, like I will make sure you have this. So when she in fact passed on, it was for me and I was the one who packaged it up. And I, I remember taping the bubble wrap around it and, and bringing it back home. Um, my grandparents lived in another city. So it, it went back on the wall at my parents' house because I was in university at the time and it wasn't really the place to keep something like that. Yeah. But it was always supposed to be mine and everybody knew that. So from what I remember, Al, there were two pieces of advice that came from our original conversation last year. Yes. Two options. Number one was to steal it. Art heist. Right. 
Uh, number two <laughs> was to go directly to your brother, have the conversation, explain to him why this portrait meant so much to you and why you are feeling the way you feel. So what did you end up doing? Um, Please say still your... Oh, you didn't steal it? Oh, okay. But I actually I actually scoped out my parents' house a few times to see if there was a way for me to discreetly kind of steal it. Oh, wow. Um, wow. <laughs> that opportunity didn't arise, but I, I felt very art criminal about it. Yeah. Um, I ended up, I wanted to follow your advice because I thought you gave really good advice of talking to my brother, but I just felt really weird calling him out of the blue to just, just to be like, hey, just so you know, here's something you can't have. Also, how's your day going? Yeah. Um, so instead, I had several really big arguments with my father about it, and we were on very rocky terms off and on for a good chunk of last year. Um, but I stood up for myself with him, so I was pretty proud of myself for that. And then when the border restrictions kind of opened up, my brother and I were able to meet up um, for a couple of days and we had dinner together. We were actually talking about something else. And he mentioned boats. And of course, the first thing that came to my mind was Roz and his dislike of people in boats. Rich guys. <laughs> um, yeah. They always have a second family. <laughs> always. Always. Um, so he, my brother also is not a big boat fan, but regardless. He's so just he's just rich. Of course, of course you go. Listen, can you believe this, right? This is rich guys, right? Uh-huh. You, you have a, you've, you, you, you got a long lost brother, right? Who you find it is extremely wealthy. You go for dinner and the conversation is about his boat. And he's not a boat guy. <laughs> Damn. Okay, go on. So you're talking about boats and do you bring up the picture? So out of nowhere, I just like, I have this like thing inside me that's just like, just tell him, just tell him, just tell him. So I end up telling him the whole story and he's quiet for like, half a second and then he looks at me he's just like just keep it that's ridiculous if dad gives you any trouble i'll back you up with it oh so that was amazing but then what was really cool was i just opened up a whole other conversation about like family dynamics and how weird it is to find out about each other and how complicated it is to navigate that relationship because here's somebody like you want to get along with and you do get along with, but it's not like building a relationship. It's not like mm-hmm. building a friendship. It's, it's a totally different thing. So at that dinner, did he pay? Yes. Oh, okay. Good, yes. good for him. Yeah. Should have. Yeah. 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 Good. Boat brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So you got the family heirloom back and everything is all good in your world. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's been an interesting experience. My friends keep telling me I should write a book about all of it, not just the portrait, but like the whole long lost brother thing. And yeah. I don't know, maybe I will someday, but and so was your was your dad pissed at all that uh, you guys decided that you were going to keep it? Um, I didn't say a word about it because I was waiting for him to say a word about it. And it was like he'd completely forgotten about it. <laughs> dads. <laughs> dads. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I'm it's like. Actually, I, I, I don't know what to do. I'm a little confused with that. So it's kind of like um, my brother and I are on the same team and he's got my back not just about this, but seemingly larger in life, which is what's really cool to me. So I guess don't bring it up. No. I don't know. Do you have any advice? Yeah, yeah keep, no. your mouth, keep your mouth shut. Don't say none. Yeah, no. You're good. Keep, and, and make sure you always have trunk space for it, just in case you need to grab it one day. Al, <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome catching up with you again. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Hello. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. want to talk to you about this text that you sent in to us. Hi. <laughs> What's your name? Lucy. Okay, Roz is going to be very interested in this, Lucy. Okay, um, okay. So, yeah. Roz, uh, Lucy had a dream about you and I. Oh, oh, 
Okay. <laughs> we yeah. all know. We all know how much you love hearing about people's yeah. dreams. <laughs> okay, just so you know, Lucy, Roz just put his, his hand over his face. Okay. okay. And he's leaning now, over. I'll tell you this, okay? I first of all, dreams are stupid, right? And nobody wants to hear nobody wants to hear about your stupid dream. That is just a fact. It is only interesting to you. It is not interesting to anybody else. However, when somebody says that they had a dream about me. I'm a tiny little bit interested, but I immediately lost interest when you said you had a dream about me and Mocha. Oh, because no, because I don't want to know where your mind goes. <laughs> so, Lucy. No, it wasn't anything crazy. Okay. Well, I recently bought a house, but it's it's in, like, cottage country. So, in my dream last night, the house was actually on the beach now, like, in the Caribbean and oh. I was having like a, a housewarming party with all my family and my friends. And then I was just kind of upstairs getting ready. And I heard someone downstairs say, oh, my God, Roz and Mocha are here. So I was like, what? Like, no way. So I went downstairs. And there you guys are with your families, too, not just you. Like, you brought your, like, partners and your children and you guys were just saying hi to everyone. Like everybody knew who you were. You Wait, were Lucy, did we friend. crash this party or like, did you invite I, us? I, I didn't invite you, but oh, so somebody... yo, we're super rude, huh? Showing up to your place uninvited with our families. <laughs> but everybody was acting like they knew you and like you guys were part of the family. So I was like, Oh, I guess this is normal. But also <laughs> Roz didn't have any hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you were kind of balding, but okay. that's okay. Nobody wants to hear about great. your stupid dream. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Roz is so, so right. disinterested right now. Right. Like, <laughs> you still look great, so it's okay. Thanks, yeah. I, uh, and then what happened? Great. Like, yeah. you, what, you just yeah. came downstairs and we all hung out? No, well, like, Roz was in the kitchen, like, sipping whiskey <laughs> and, like, Mocha was having red wine, but you were running out of red wine. So I was like, oh, do you want some more? I was trying to top you off. But you're like, no, it's okay. And then, I don't know, my dream took like a turn and like all the kids were outside and there was a tiger outside. So they were like, whoa, this is so cool. And they're petting this tiger. And then we went to Disney World. <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah. Cool. I, wish, I wish you could see Ross's face right now. He looks like like the most bored so human being <laughs> ever. Okay, that you have to understand. You have to understand that that everything you just said is only interesting to you, not anybody else. <laughs> yeah, I found it interesting. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure if you were there, it would have been pretty interesting to be on the beach with a tiger and then going to Disney World. And then your hair probably will grow back. Yeah, so but I wasn't because it was your stupid dream. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lucy. No problem. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So Kanye over the weekend was like going all out. Mm-hmm. So first thing, let's start with the, 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 the song. What's the song called again? It's called Easy. Right. It's The Game, who's a rapper from the West Coast yeah. uh, with Kanye. And so the story from that is there's a line in the song where Kanye talks about beating Pete Davidson's ass, right? Mm-hmm. God sent me from that crash just so I could beat Pete Davidson's ass. Oh. And my new Oof. Oof. I know Illuminati man. Anyway. Okay. So <laughs> Jesus Yo, Christ. the nail in the coffin with that line was the, the ad lib in the background. Yeah. With the girl going, who? Who? 
so Chicago, Kanye's and Kim's four-year-old, uh, her, the birthday was over the weekend. The birthday party was over the weekend. And I guess what had happened was Kanye's in the car and he's filming himself in his car because he wasn't, one, invited to his daughter's birthday party. Uh, nobody gave him the address to the birthday party. He feel He felt like he was being shut out of the birthday party and was texting everybody who he knew who would be there to find out where it was. And so this is Kanye talking about his feelings uh, where he understood that he was being shut out. Yeah, I'm just wishing my daughter a public happy birthday. I wasn't allowed to know where her party was. There's nothing legal that's saying that these are the kind of games that's being played. It's the kind of thing that really has affected my health for the longest. I'm not letting, I'm taking control of my narrative this year. I'm being the father the best father, the yay version of a father, and Chicago, happy birthday. I love you. I'm just putting this online because I need y'all support. I didn't call Kim, text the nannies. I got on the phone with Tristan. He asked Chloe, won't nobody give me the address to my daughter's birthday party right now? And that's going to imprint in her mind that I wasn't there for her. This I was supposed to be in Miami recording my album. My whole schedule is all based around me being able to take my kids to school, making sure that I'm in their life. That's the whole point of having money. They take so many fathers just throughout America. They've been taking the fathers out of the homes purposely. So I'm speaking up. I'm using my voice to say this ain't going to keep happening. This narrative is not going to happen. It's a lot of people that's not in a position where they ain't got no voice when people be playing games like this. Baby mamas be playing games. The grandmama be playing games like this. And it's like, as y'all know, they ain't finna play like that. So he did make it to the party because there's pictures of Kanye at the party talking to uh, Chris Jenner and holding up uh, Chicago to hit a pinata, which that picture alone, that one freeze frame someone, is so wild. Someone I saw wrote um, the way the way I'd be throwing my laundry in the dryer. <laughs> yes. Okay. So he did go. And, and I guess according to TMZ, it was crossed signals is what's coming out of the Kardashian camp where they had thought there was going to be two separate parties for Chicago and that Kanye was going to come scoop her up at four and then take her to a party that he had then arranged to happen. Oh. So Kanye was sitting there texting everybody, Tristan Thompson, the Kardashians, the nannies, everybody. Mm-hmm. And then he shows up at the party. So you know at the party, somebody was like, who told Kanye the address? Yeah. And you know, at that point, everybody was like, well, was it wasn't me. So after the party, Kanye gets back in his car and films this. Oh, I'm so happy right now. I just came from Shy party and i just gotta shout out to travis scott for sending me the address and the time <laughs> oh, and that's his boy making sure that i was able to spend the spend that birthday memory with my daughter to be there with the rest of the family and yeah. i just saw everybody it was uh you know chris and Corey and kylie kylie let me in right oh. when i got to the spot because the security you know stopped me once again when i got there and you know it's just a matter of just having a conversation open dialogue and it was just everyone just had a great time and i'm just really happy that i could be there for my children i just want to thank everybody for their support in this situation you know just let me just calmly and legally take control of my narrative oh i know we disagree uh, people have different opinions on a lot of different things that I do, but with this one, this is my main focus. My life centers around my 
children. And I just had a great time today. Thank everybody for their support. Oh, wow. Right. So, so Travis sent the address. <laughs> yeah. Highly which, let him in. Which, to be honest with you, I mean, you know, I would have a hard time not sending the man yeah. the address. No, of course, right. He wants to see his and kids. because, listen, if pictures get out of this, and he's right about the narrative, because if pictures got out of this from the party and then everybody else, the story would have been Kanye doesn't show to his kid's birthday party. Mm-hmm. That would have been the story. Or yeah. it would have been a story. It would have been part of the story. And then you got to start fighting that from that point of view. Right? So did he throw another birthday party after that or no? He did not. (laughs) I don't think so. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, yo, it's Roz and Mocha. Is this Prinkle? Yes, it is. Welcome to it. Uh, yeah, so, uh, my older brother, like I, like no offense to my older brother, but... I don't want him in my wedding party. Oh, wow. Yeah, you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Razamoka, fix my life. I got a problem. My family keeps telling me that I got to have my older brother at my wedding party, uh, but I feel like I could have someone better up there with me. Oh, wow. I need your advice. So wait a second. How many brothers do you have? Two. And is the other brother going to be in your wedding party? Yeah. Oh, bro. So what's the problem well, my, with but the this brother? My other brother is my twin. Okay, and how old's the how? What's the age? What's the age difference between the other brother? Uh, we're six years apart. And you, did you you not get along? It's not that we don't get along. It's just like we're just not as close. So like a while, like so when I was eight, we had like my family got we got all got separated for like five years. Yeah. But I was with my twin, and so when we got back together, when we all got back together. I just bonded well with because I have a sister as well. And we just bonded super well. Like, we acted like no time has passed at all, blah, blah, blah. But it was different with my older brother. You know, he was very distant. He was all that. So, you know, it was just like we had a relationship, but not really a relationship. So you, know you, guys, I mean? you guys don't hang and stuff like that now? No. Like, okay, like, so, for example, like, my brother will throw a party for his kid and won't tell me that until the day of. Are you doing this to try and make it even because you feel slighted by him? And so this is a way to get back at him, maybe? No, no, no. not at all. It's just like I, like, to me, it's just like. All my other, like, good boys and everything's going to be up there with me. And then I'm just going to see him. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, ah. Oh, yeah. oh wow. no. Wow. So did you he know? ask at all? Like, did it no, ever come no, up? No, but, he like, you know, like my, when, I, when I got engaged, I told my parents, told my sister and everybody, I said, like, oh, it was going to be your wedding party. And I named off everybody except him. <laughs> and then they're like, what about Pisetta? I was like, ah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. So you got pressure, right? Yeah. And so is this going to, like, ruin things in the family if you don't do this? Uh, I don't know if it's going to ruin things, but, you know, it'll put, like, a sour taste in uh Is he going to be disappointed, you think, if you don't ask him to be a part of the wedding party? I have no idea. That's the thing. I don't know because okay. I don't know how he feels about me in the first place. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think that this this you are certainly not the first person who has had hesitation with putting a sibling in their wedding party. Um, is there something else you can get him to do? You know what I mean? Like say, Hey, listen, you're not going to be in the wedding party. You're not one of my dudes. I got four guys up there with me, three of which I've been best friends with my whole life. The other's my twin. Um, but I want you to do this. It would be an honor for me if you could do this. If you, because there's some sort of, you know, job that is specific to your brother that you could maybe get him to do. So he still feels included. Like he's still got a role in it, but he doesn't have to, to, to be in your, your wedding party. I'm sure I can figure out something to be real. I was told to, uh, whenever my, uh, my fiance would, uh, give me, uh, something to pick, she'd be like, Oh, you know, this flower, or this flower. And I would pick this one. She's like, no, you really want this one. I was like, 
So why are you even asking me? So I don't know what the jobs are to do so I can talk <laughs> with her to figure out the jobs so that I yeah. can uh, give him a job. But I do think that this is a conversation that does not need to happen between anybody else. So not your parents, not anybody. This conversation only needs to happen between you and your brother. See, like the thing that worries me about it is that my brother sometimes can take things really personal. And oh, then yeah. He so he's going to take this go one on, like. Yeah, so if I talk to him about it, like, just have, like, a normal conversation, you know, no, no, like, saying any hateful things or anything, he may not ever talk to me bro, for, like, the next two years. Bro, <laughs> bro, bro, bro. I don't know I, I, how people got onto this thing of, like, as long as you say don't take it personally, somebody shouldn't take it personally. No, you, you telling yeah, yeah. your brother that you don't want him in your, your wedding party, but you want your other brother in the wedding party, how is he not supposed to take that personally? This is a hundred percent personal. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> but, you know, I was just trying to like convince myself that I wouldn't hurt his feelings. Yeah, yeah. but it, but it's it's only personal. Could you ask him like to be the MC, or you already have somebody for that? Uh, yeah, I already have other people for that. Oh yeah, shoot, yeah. other people. I know, My older brother is also the guy that like he he thinks he's really funny, but he's not. Oh God, wow! You should work that into your talk with him. At some point. <laughs> Is he expecting to be in your wedding party? I don't know if he's expecting, but it was kind of like, you know, he was in my my sister's. He was in, like, all our close families. And then, like, he'll he'll be in my, my twin brother's one. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Yo, here. so your twin, your twin gets along <laughs> with your older brother more than you do? No, but only because he's he's falling the he's he's taking oh, the pressure of the my pressure. parents and being oh, like, so right, you're yeah, the like, only one now. Yeah, Franco. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. That's yeah. I think that well, I get I get I get all the hate from my family because I'm the only one that ever says no to them. Yeah, I think that you should. This is a conversation for you and your brother, and I think that you guys may actually sort some stuff out while having this conversation. But I don't think that you should exclude him from things if the relationship is fine. But if you don't want him in your wedding party, it's your wedding. That's the reality of it at the end of the day. And yeah. if you're willing to live with whatever comes out of not having your brother in your wedding party, um, then that's your choice, man. Like, it really is. <laughs> and he's also going to feel so bad because all my friends, including myself, tower him when we, when we stand together. So I feel oh, like no! every, time I try to have a, every time I try to have a conversation with him. Like, I always feel like he thinks that I'm looking down on him. So like, yeah, but you're literally gotta... looking down. So not yeah, only is he not, not funny, but because he's short? Oh, no. Can I, let me, can I ask you, answer honestly, okay? Yeah. Is one, I know there's probably a lot of reasons why you don't want your brother in your wedding party. But is one of the reasons you don't want your brother in your wedding party is because he's so much shorter than everybody else? No, not a little, uh, like a little bit, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Like, here's my thing like my older brother doesn't really include me into his life and his family stuff and like his like you know immediate things and all that yeah because yeah, you're like, too tall yeah apparently <laughs> but it's just like because i feel like he doesn't exclude me into his things like i just like we don't get close so i'm like i like i don't want him in mine because he doesn't want me in his life wow, oh. wow. okay bro it listen, sounds like you... there are more things y'all need to talk about yeah. but have oh, that conversation yeah you gotta you gotta have this conversation with your brother man yeah okay yeah all right all right awesome thank you guys bras and mochas fix my life on kiss well looky 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 mm-hmm it's that time again. Yes. Uh, hey, Mocha. Uh-huh. Are you ready? Yeah, man. Let's do the news. 
The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, Britney Spears responding to her younger sister, Jamie Lynn Spears, interviews that she did with both Good Morning America and Nightline. Uh, so here's a, a clip of what went down with Jamie Lynn for her new book, Things I Should Have Said. I think Do you describe this. an incident where Britney takes a knife, is, says she's scared, and locks you and herself into a room. Why did you want to include that in the book? Because, first off, I think that experiencing my own panic attacks and how sometimes we can um, feel in those moments is important. But also, it's important to remember that I was a kid in that moment. I was scared. That was an experience I had. But I also was fearful to, like, really say anything because I didn't want to upset anybody. But I also was so upset that she didn't feel safe. So in the book, she describes Brittany as erratic and paranoid and uh, during that period of time. And Brittany responded on uh, social media by saying this about her sister, that she was never around me much 15 years ago at that time. So why are they even talking about that unless she wants to sell books at my expense? Really? Mm-hmm. Hope your book does well. Jamie Lynn, Brittany Spears uh, added, uh, she goes on to say, my family ruined my dreams 100 billion percent and try to make me look crazy one try to make me look like the crazy one while I have 104 fever because Brittany was sick in bed while she was watching this interview uh, not being able to move in bed my family loves to pull me down and hurt me always I am so disgusted with them and then going on talking about um when Jamie Lynn did that performance and wanted to do those shows where she was basically doing Britney Spears covers. Um, Britney said that uh, Jamie Lynn has never worked for anything and that everything was given to her. And then Jamie Lynn responded on social media saying, I paid my freaking bills since I was 10 years old. She goes on to say, Britt, I'm always there for you. It's it's become exhausting when conversations and texts that we have in private don't match what you post on social media. I know you're going through a lot and I never want to diminish that, but I also can't diminish myself. She goes on to say, I hate to burst my sister's bubble, uh, but my book is not about her. I can't help that I was born a Spears too. She ends it by saying, I don't want drama. I'm speaking my truth and need to heal my trauma so I can close this chapter and move forward. And I wish my sister could do the same. No matter what comes, I will always love my big sister and be there for her. It's time to put an end to the unhealthy chaos that has controlled my life for so long. And she also also mentioned um, the death threats that uh, the family has received based on what she claims are Britney Spears posts about the family. Mm. So that's the latest on that. <laughs> Drama. Right? I forgot that uh, Jamie Lynn Spears did those shows. She did that like medley of Britney songs. Yeah. And uh, she wanted to do her, her own covers. Wanted to do her own covers. Yeah. Of Britney. That's super weird to me. Right. Yeah. Like, don't you think? I mean, no offense, but your music career didn't take off. No, so. no. She also got pregnant at 16. Yeah. Right. So oh, that yeah. sort of stalled things as well. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. So, jeez, uh, man, I like the Britney on uh, social media now. though. Oh, me too. Yeah. Now that she's free. Yeah. Yo, it worked. Free Britney. So good. So good. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Kanye West um, took to Instagram last night to, I don't know if you saw this, uh, this is on the heels of an incident in which he's accused of punching a fan outside a Los Angeles club. So Kanye posts on uh, Instagram like it's a picture or like a model or an artist rendering of some sort of animal, maybe a monkey with no skin. Yes. Right? Is that uh-huh. what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Looks like it. Okay, cool. 
Um, and he wrote, uh, my life was never easy, E-A-Z-Y. Um, so the incident involving Kanye, which is under investigation by the LAPD, uh, he's accused of punching and pushing a fan who was seeking an autograph at about 3 a.m. on Thursday. Uh, witnesses told TMZ that Kanye hit the fan in the head and the neck and that the person struck the ground with impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kanye was seen in a clip on uh, TMZ arguing at one point saying, did you all, did y'all say that or not? Did y'all say that or not? So here's the clip. I think that you have it there. It's really, really difficult to hear, but just so you know, like you can sort of hear that it is in fact Kanye in this clip. Yeah, it's super hard. Okay, to hear. yeah, super hard to hear. So, um, what he was doing was telling a woman to get away from him. Uh, to which the woman, who uh, also told TMZ, she responded by saying, "I'm your family." I guess a source said that it was his cousin or something like that. I'm not 100 percent clear on any of this stuff. Mm. Uh, the alleged victim did not seek medical uh, treatment after the incident, and according to TMZ, uh, but later sought care at an urgent care facility. So. Take that for whatever it is. Maybe they just wanted to get things on record. But the investigation to Kanye is that he punched and uh, hit a fan um, outside a club in L.A. late last night. And um, they went to the like they hit the ground and there was some sort of argument or altercation or whatever it was. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Betty White would have been 100 years old today. R.I.P. Betty White. R.I.P. Uh, Queen. Damn it, Maury, wearing his Betty White shirt. What is that, Maury? What is what? The button? No, the yeah, what's the button? Because you got a button on your Betty White shirt. A button yeah. white. It's a, it's a button and it sort of, it says words from St. Olaf, like it's like long words. Huh? Oh, from because that's where her character was from. Flugenschlugen, it says on it. Oh, right. Okay. And then the shirt is all the girls kind of cartoony. Right. Uh, how are you feeling today, Moore? Um, I'm okay. I was really sad when she died. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I know 99 is a long life to live, but it's, it's Betty White. And I just, I really felt like she deserved to get to 100. Like, you only get that opportunity once in a lifetime. I <laughs> 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 You, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That, that getting, uh-huh. getting, getting to the age of one hundred is a once in a lifetime opportunity, <laughs> and she's never gonna have that again. <laughs> she's never gonna have that at all. <laughs> I assure you, I'm sad. <laughs> Sounds like it. So Betty White would have been one hundred today. <laughs> Um, so what are you doing to pay tribute to Betty White today? I'm doing uh, the (laughs) Betty White challenge. I'm going to donate $5 to an animal shelter in in the city. Nice. And wear my shirt. And I got all my magazines out that she's on the cover of. So I'm going to flip through those later. Yeah. And my uh, bobblehead and my Funko. All of it, huh? (laughs) She could have been 100. (laughs) Sorry. You only get that I'm you only sorry. get that once. I'm you sorry. only get that opportunity I'm once. Sorry. Huh? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Getting to hundred is though, more. Yes, you're right. A once in a lifetime <laughs> opportunity. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
Uh, hey, damn it, Maury, did you see this? All this stuff about the the Betty White challenge? No. What's okay? Did, did we do well? Yeah. So the Betty White challenge was on Monday, which would have been Betty's uh, 100th birthday, and they had set out to do what they were calling the Betty White Challenge, which was donate to an animal shelter in Betty White's name mm-hmm. on that day. And uh, the New House Wildlife Rescue in Boston said that they were blown away after they got $17,000 in donations Holy, in wow. Betty White's name. That's uh, amazing. Poffect Life Rescue, mm-hmm. damn it, Poffect Life Rescue. All money for that name. Uh, also in Massachusetts, got uh, eight grand. Nashville Humane Society, $30,000. Wow. And uh, up here in Canada, the Calgary Humane Society tweeted, we're speechless. As it is right now, we have raised $91,845 towards the Betty White Challenge. Yo, I donated. I yeah. donated as Big well to a local Calgary. charity. Which one did you do? I did Save Our Scruff. I donated $99 because she was 99 Oh, you're the best. And uh, so the we were talking about the Betty White movie that was released uh, in theaters in the States on for one day and one day only. And it was going to be... So Sort of part of the big giant celebration. Um, I don't know where it's going to, where you can see it now. I'm assuming it'll wind up on some sort of streaming platform where yeah. you'll be able to just, you know, get it on a, off a website. Uh, but at the end of the movie, um, Betty White does a sort of message to fans, and she recorded this on um, December 20th. So she recorded, oh. yeah, she recorded this right before her stroke. Days. I love it. Yeah, Even so she because she yeah. had a stroke six days before she passed, and she passed on the thirty first. Yeah. So so this was a few days even before she had a stroke. So the audio is a little bit hard to hear because somebody was filming this in the theater. Pirates. Oh, um, okay. Somebody <laughs> filming. Well, thank it. you though. Yeah, thank you. Now yeah. we get it. Uh, filming the theater. Uh, we can play it, and then we'll come back and tell you exactly what she said. Thank you. I just wanted to thank you for coming to my party. And- I'm not going to be able to watch this. No. Absolutely not. Yeah. I couldn't watch that clip. No, you couldn't more? Oh my God. I just broke down. I feel yeah. like emotional right now. You do, that. huh? Because yeah. that's not the Betty White. Did you see the photo that her assistant released of uh, her last her, photo? She's sitting, uh, she's wearing green, right? Yeah. Is that one? It doesn't yeah. look like her. Yeah, it's from the same, it's from the, the, yeah? the that same so day. So that, yeah. that's not, like in my mind, yeah. I have a vision of Betty White, and yeah. I can also hear her voice. Yeah. That voice in that clip is not the Betty White that I know. Yeah. Which is why it's gonna yeah. break my heart to watch this. Yeah. I'm not gonna watch yeah. it. I it's can't. a beautiful clip, though. If you if you do get it, if you we'll do, post it on, I have it. We'll post it on our social. Thank you, Damon Maury. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Katy Perry uh, was doing a uh, an interview with uh, um, something called Heart, which is uh, hosted by uh, Amanda Holden and Jamie um, Theakson. And they had asked what Orlando Bloom's worst habit is. And listen to, first of all, do you have any, like, what would you say is a worst habit when it comes to something your partner could do or maybe even your partner does? He, does. does he still, um, does he still smoke? No, I, that I don't know. I don't, I don't know that. I wonder if her answer is going to be smoking mm. and then trying to cover it up with like mouthwash and cologne. Gotcha. Let's hear what she says. What's Orlando's worst habit? Okay, <gasps> oh go. Oh my God. Where do you stop? That's what I she's can, thinking. He loves to floss, which thank God, because some partners don't and floss. it's disgusting. He has brilliant teeth, but he leaves the floss everywhere on the side of my bed. 
and in the car and on the kitchen table. I'm like, there is bins everywhere. So, <laughs> you need to train him. Okay. Yeah, well, I've done my best. <laughs> so he flosses so, everywhere? So he flosses like and, then, and then leaves the floss everywhere. Oh, gross. So That's he leaves. So he leaves it like on the coffee table. Oh. And Catherine does that. Does she? Yeah, I love her. Yeah, she'll clean up after. But like, if we're in the middle of a show and she's fl- and she's flushing, like after the show's over. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, Does she ever forget? Um, yeah. I mean, and you find them like in the couch and stuff. Um, yeah, it might have happened a couple of times. You know, whatever. It's no big deal. But yeah, apparently Orlando Bloom is a chronic flosser, which again, as Katie said, is not a bad thing, right? Like you no, want your person to be into stuff like flossing and all that other stuff, I guess. Uh, no, I don't care. I would never care about something like that. I would never, I don't even, I, I shouldn't know if how much you floss, but apparently Orlando Bloom flosses, but then he leaves it everywhere. Like in the car, like I imagine in like the cup holder in the car, <laughs> like he'll floss in traffic no. and leave it there no. and on the kitchen table and on the side of the bed. Oh, right. No, on no Katie's thanks. side of the bed. You think she's just it? all coiled up? Do you think she smells it? Would yeah. you smell it if you no. found floss? Have you? No. Oh. No. Like you would pick it up and like, what would you smell it for? Just to see what it smells like. Like to see like. If it still has like that, that minty, I mean, depending on what kind uh, you get, right? Or if it like smells sour. If you smelt it, would you, would you just grab up the ball of it and hold it in your hand and smell it? Or would you hold it by both ends and stretch it out and run it all the way underneath, like across underneath your nose to smell it? Like you're playing a harmonica? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's... Like, would you smell it that way? <laughs> yeah. Like a back and forth way? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Deepa, look at your face right now. You poor girl. I'm so sorry. That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know nobody said it wasn't. <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Over on America's Funniest Home Videos over on the on the weekend, they did a beautiful tribute to uh, Bob Saget uh, and then played a little montage. So you're going to hear a little bit off the top is uh, current uh, America's Funniest Home Video host. Who's that guy's name? Alfonso, Alfonso Ribeiro. Ribeiro. And then you'll hear a conversation between Bob Saget and the person who, um, uh, what's his, what's that guy's name? Bob. Saget. No, who who replaced Saget on AFE? And then he hosted uh, Dan, the Tom Dan, Bergeron. Tom Bergeron. Thank you. So you're going to hear. Tom Saget. Okay, so you're going to hear uh, Re- Roberto Luongo. No, you're going to hear Alfonso <laughs> yeah, Ribeiro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, shush. Yeah, I got to get. Listen, Roberto man, there's too many Luongo. names straight. Okay, got yep. Okay, they would, also, they, they would love this segment. He's talking okay. to Bob Saget. Okay. I'm trying to do something beautiful for Bob and, Saget, and, and I just have no memory of people's and names. Just say Tom, and is. Tom Saget. Okay, so you're going to hear Bob Saget, Tom Saget, and who else? Alfonso. Alfonso. Right, Liberta Luongo. <laughs> right, Saget. okay. So you're going to hear Liberta Luongo, and then you're going to hear um, Tom Saget and Bob Bergeron, right? As you've heard, the world lost a legend last week. Yes, we and did. And AFE lost a family member. Bob Saget is synonymous with AFE to this day, and this show wouldn't have been the same without his unique sense of humor. It's been my honor to continue carrying the torch Bob so brightly lit. You did the, the voiceovers differently than I do. You have, like, five voices? Yes, and yeah. mine would be, oh, look out. Now, don't forget to keep your arms straight out. Oh, look at me. I can't get high. Hyman, you know. <laughs> Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Jerry, oh, yeah. Jerry Lewis, it's yeah. a guy, I'm so handsome. Why? You know, it always gets right, hit right. in the crotch or, or it's like, hey, I'm an angry guy. It's nothing. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's I had nothing. That's but, four. Oh, and the other one, I, I guess, would be, uh, oh, I'm beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, and uh, Bob's uh, widow, Kelly Rizzo, finally posted on Instagram, and she said, uh, my sweet husband, after much reflection this week, I'm trying, really trying, to not think I was robbed of time, she goes on to say, but instead to think uh, how lucky I was that I got to be the one to be married to the most incredible man on earth. I was, I was the one who got to go on this crazy ride with him and be in his life for these last six years. So that's uh, Kelly Rizzo. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. A claim by Chinese health authorities that Omicron was introduced to a resident of Beijing through a piece of regular mail from Canada was dismissed yesterday as being, quote, ludicrous and comical. The letter was sent on January 7th, received on January 11th. I will say this, that is an incredibly fast delivery from Canada to China. During these times? But that, this isn't the story, though. <laughs> uh, Dr. Gerald Evans, an infectious disease specialist at Queen's University, said that it was implausible that a piece of mail from Canada would have infectious virus. Implausible? Uh, yeah, implausible. Okay. Is it impossible? Uh, that, uh, that survived impact to result in a COVID-19 transmission event in China. Uh, Margaret McQuaig-Johnson, a China expert at the University of Ottawa, says, quote, unlike the early days, scientists have clarified that it does not stay on surfaces to suggest that it would be on mail that came over days from Canada is quote ludicrous. A statement by Canada Post says currently there is no evidence of COVID-19 being transmitted by imported goods and packages and a study at a Bristol University showed that the virus loses 90% of its uh, infectivity after 20 minutes in respiratory particles exhaled by an infective person with the majority of that lost occurring in the first five minutes so hmm. uh this is just trying to be mad at canada again right yeah the mail yeah. the mail like it could, like, yeah like it couldn't have been a person right right yeah. had to travel three days yeah, yeah. through mail <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the mail it couldn't possibly have been like that like they may like maybe like you know maybe they went to the market or something like yeah. that right like buy a lotto ticket i don't know if you can buy lotto tickets in china come on but you know something like that right <laughs> the mail <laughs> and one piece try specifically again. like specifically one yeah. piece of mail please try again yeah the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh always fun watching steve harvey get uncomfortable when uh, he looks at pictures of uh, his daughter uh Lori harvey and her boyfriend michael b jordan uh and uh, steve harvey was on ellen they were talking about the holidays and whether michael b jordan was over the house for the holidays and i guess ellen put up a picture of the two of them together and it was like just a little too much for the dad to see. Hey, was Michael B. Jordan there? I know he's dating your daughter now. So was he sharing Christmas with you? Yeah. Oh, no. Look at that. That's happening in front of you. I've never seen that picture before. Oh, no. Steve Harvey. very uncomfortable with that picture right there. I'm not really feeling that picture. This is his second Christmas with us. Yeah? Oh, wow. Is he a good gift giver? Hell yeah. <laughs> That's why I like him. Uh-huh. That boy come through with some... He trying to impress a family gift. Uh-huh. He don't come through. You know, I'm her father, so he bought me this big uh, 100 uh, cigar box of the most, most uh, hard-to-get cigars, 100 of them in this big box and gave that to me. He gave my wife some skis. Who do that? 
<laughs> Only way you give your potential mother-in-law some skis is because you want her to be your mother-in-law. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I, you know, I'm pulling for him because he's a really good guy, man. Comes from a good family, you know. Uh, so I'm kind of pulling for him, but at the same time, I'm just, I got my eye on him, you know. <laughs> I can't whoop him, but if he ever turn around, I'm going to knock his ass out. <laughs> <laughs> Sifari's <laughs> funny, man. That That's guy, great. Yeah, yeah, that guy is so flipping funny. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, let's start with Jimmy Kimmel. Um, uh, his thoughts on Kanye's diss track, uh, where he—I guess it's not a diss track, but it's one line in the in the in the song where he talks about Pete Davidson. The artist formerly known as Kanye has a new song. Uh, yay which is what he goes by now. It's his name now, Ye, which is a cheer, not a name. But Ye released a <laughs> snippet of his new single during which he appears to be making a threat against his ex Kim's new boyfriend. Rich ass kids, this ain't your mama house. Climb on your brother's shoulders, get that top ramen out. God sent me from that crash just so I could beat Pete Davidson's ass. That's not, I know. You know what reminds me? Reminds me of when Tupac wrote the diss track about Andy Samberg. Do you remember that? <laughs> Can you imagine you're minding your own business, you're at home, suddenly Kanye attacks you? I mean, he has done that to me, but can you imagine? <laughs> Pete Davidson, though. Ariana Grande wrote a song about him. Now, Kanye's got a song. Pete is one Taylor Swift away from the heartbreak trifecta right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, the, I think the funniest tweet that I saw was, uh, how will Pete, ev- Pete Davidson ever decide who to date between Lisa Bonet and Jason Momoa now? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, uh, John Cena on, uh, I think, Ellen. Is it Ellen? I think it's, no, Drew Barrymore's show. Um, John Cena was talking to uh, Drew Barrymore about uh, uh, whether or not he wants to become a father. Here's John Cena in a quite candid moment. Now you're married. Maybe, you know, I'm opening up more to the idea. Um, where are you at now? Because I think you would make, like, kind of the world's greatest father that's a uh, you know that first of all thank you for the comment and uh i really enjoy my life uh i i have been riding um a lightning bolt for quite some time now and i've been given opportunities to do and see things that man i i didn't even dream of and i had some pretty lofty dreams um it's it's hard work uh it's hard work to balance the time i need to run myself correctly it's a hard work to be uh the best partner and husband i can be to my loving wife um it's hard to keep connections with those in my life that i love mm-hmm. uh, and it's also hard to to put in an honest day's work just I, I this is just my perspective again totally not qualified but i think just because you might be good at something is for me is not a strong enough reason to do that mm-hmm. you have to have passion for it you have to have a fuel for it it's like saying to somebody, man, you, you know, you're, you're pretty good with your hands. You'd be a great carpenter. Right. But if I want to be an actor, I'll be an actor. Wow. I wish somebody, I wish somebody gave me that advice when they said, hey, you should play basketball. What? Before I embarrassed myself. <laughs> oh, right. Because they, in high school, they put you on the team. Yeah, you're just, I'm just so tall, right? Straight up I, didn't tall. Even, I didn't even have running shoes. I did my first practice in socks. 
What? Yeah. Excuse <laughs> I, me. I didn't have running. Yeah, I didn't have running shoes. Would you wear like during school? School though. Um, like after there's like boots and stuff. Oh. <laughs> so was it the coach that said, yeah. "Hey, just play in socks"? Yeah, on just, the gym floor. Yeah, yeah. You should have just done it barefoot. You get yeah. better traction. <laughs> I know, true that. <laughs> just go full primal. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Adele, Adele, Adele. What you do now? So breaking records, I bet. Yeah. So okay. So this the story for her residency in Vegas. There's a couple of different reports that have come out talking about how much she's going to make. the The latest is that she will make seven hundred thousand dollars a night Woo! and have access to a fifty six thousand dollars suite at uh, at Caesar's Palace. Oh, get that for bag. the for the duration of uh, of her run. Amazing. And tickets for the show, I think, like, it's crazy. Like, the prices for these tickets are nuts. Like, I, I read something where tickets start at $1,300. No. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Like, tickets start at $1,300. And scalpers are already selling these things or trying to sell these things for, like, incredible amounts of money. Like, incredible amounts of money. But that will make her, I believe, one of the highest paid performers in Vegas. Like wow. I, I think maybe Rod Stewart is the only one who, cause I think that Rod Stewart got something ridiculous, like $2.5 million a show or something like that. It was crazy, but it'll, it, it puts her up there. It puts her up there with the highest paid. Like I would see Adele in Vegas. I'm yeah. not going to pay 1300 bucks a ticket though. Right. I can't, I can't justify that. Right. That's a Yo, lot of money. Man. And you know, I love Vegas, right? Yeah. And I have, at least once a week, I get emails because I sign up to all the lists. Oh my god! I get emails. We miss you. From, yes, we yes. miss you. I get all the emails from all the casinos. Yeah. being like same thing. The headline would be like, "We missed you. Yeah. Here's what we got for you. Check out this great deal." And it's yep. like amazing prices on like on just all sorts of different styles of rooms yep. at all the big hotels. I stayed at the Wynn one time. I stayed at the Wynn, yeah. and I get letters from the Wynn, like in the letters? mail. No. Like, I, like, you know, other people, like the Wynn will still send you mail, and mail's special, right? Like when I see something in the mail, I'm like, oh, the Wynn Resort and Hotel in Las Vegas. Yeah. I open oh, it. Oh, there'll be and like I, gift vouchers oh, or something? Oh, I read them all. <laughs> I get them all, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Don't fall for it, man. No, I know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jamie Lynn Spears still uh, out there promoting her book and talking just extensively about her relationship with Britney. And uh, Britney continues on social to distance herself. And then Jamie's responding to Britney and not AI. Um, so Jamie Lynn was on the uh, Call Her Daddy podcast. Um, and one of the things in the book that Jamie Lynn goes into was just how much she adored Justin Timberlake when Justin Timberlake was dating Britney. So in her book, she says, um, Justin just wasn't my sister's boyfriend. Justin was my first example of a kind and generous young man. Uh, while Britney and Justin were never together, um, uh, Jamie was often at the family's house swimming and having uh, cookouts uh, all the while she writes this uh, Justin was always so sweet to me uh, a part of their relationship and that sorry 
just as so sweet to me and that he and Brittany made Jamie Lynn a part of their relationship in the best ways. Uh, Justin treated me like his little sister and doted on me any chance he got, she said. So this is uh, Jamie Lynn on the Call of Daddy podcast talking about what that breakup between Brittany and Justin, uh, how it affected her. How did Brittany and Justin's breakup affect you? I was so sad. I was so sad. I was so sad. I don't really know why I was so sad, but I was because like, I think everybody thought it was forever. Yeah. Um, But I was so sad first off because I was, my sister was so sad. Yeah. But that also too was the first time that I saw, maybe I didn't know everything about the relationship, you know, because Mm -hmm. perhaps she and, you know, they were protecting me and obviously why would they talk to me about anything? Right. Like it was, it was really sad though, seeing my sister be so heartbroken and also being like, it's hard because like, I also still want y'all to be together, but she's obviously heartbroken. And uh, so that was part one of Jamie Lynn Spears on the Caller Daddy podcast. And the big headline that is out right now is that uh, Jamie Lynn apparently on part two of the podcast reveals a text from Brittany that clears her name. So here's a promo for part two. Let's get into it. Okay. You have a text message that clears your name from your sister. Can you pull out your phone and read that recent text from Brittany? Do I have my phone? says to me oh that's how you get you know is her whole book about britney no it's not i mean i don't know i haven't i haven't read it um a lot of talking about her being asked i guess i guess it's because she's britney's sister of course um but it's i think it's but there's so much with jamie lynn too like just getting pregnant at 16 i think that she tried to emancipate herself from the family when she was 16 they get into her dad's drinking like all of this stuff uh so it's an interesting it's an interesting life but it's it's crazy that so much of their relationship is playing out now on social media. But Jamie was the one that said, you know, she's a, Britney's a different person on, yeah. on publicly than she is privately to me. And then, so she's going to risk that relationship now and start reading out the, the private text messages from, from Britney to her. Do you remember when Jamie Lee Spears got mad at Tesla because she ran over her cats? I do not do you remember, remember that. that. So remember no. Jamie Lee Spears did a, she did a video on social media where she said that um, she, Tesla's are too quiet and that Jamie, oh God, Lynn, yes. Jamie Lynn Spears kept running over her cats yeah, because yeah. of the Tesla, because the cats don't hear the car and get Aww. out of the way. So she killed her cat and blamed it on Tesla. Poor kitties. <laughs> Poor kitties. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Katie, what's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, guys. How are you? Doing great. How are you today? Doing good. Uh, (laughs) Your name looks very familiar. I see your name pop up on our Instagram a lot. Have you been on the podcast before as well? Yes, I have. Yeah, okay. Thought I saw. Okay. Thought I recognized that. All right, so uh, what's your question (laughs) this time around? Yes, so my question is, do you guys have a goal in life that you know that you just won't be able to achieve? Hmm. Do you have one, Katie? Yeah, um, like it's my husband and I, like it's our dream to own like waterfront property, whether it be like a home or a cottage mm-hmm. or condo, anywhere. <laughs> and um, we just know like with this market, we can't. Yeah, that's th- how far are you willing to go? Um, well, right now we live in Keswick, so we're about 45 to an hour away from the city. Um I always find about it funny. Five minutes from the water. I always find but. it funny when people live in really beautiful places, like rural space, and they're like, "God, I'd love a cottage." You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's 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 weird. It's weird to me. I understand. Weird. I understand when people in the city do, but Keswick's nice. Yeah. So like we like 
ultimately our goal is to buy like a forever home on the water. So not gotcha, be gotcha, gotcha. Like That's nice. So like every day, like Lake Simcoe or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. it's just we. I think we missed the boat. You know, we're a couple years too late. Pun intended. Well, I mean, you could go go east, <laughs> go east. You can find stuff. You can you can just go a little bit farther east, 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 east. You'll uh, you'll you'll find something. Go to Picton. You'll find something. There's currently <laughs> in Picton. There's currently a massive log cabin for sale for one point one. That's oh, a. That's not- and it's right on, literally right on the water. It's huge. Wait, how do you know of this property? Because we want to buy there. Yeah, because oh. Maury, uh, Maury Matthew went out to uh, Prince Edward County uh, over Christmas, and they stayed in, like, a little place. Yeah. And I guess they've been cruising real estate listings since then, right? Oh, yeah, God. and there's one <laughs> Wait, massive, so massive yeah. This is now, so you've switched because, like, you've said to us how you and David Matthew will look at, like, condo listing listings or like hotel listings yeah. mm-hmm. in downtown Toronto that are way out of your your reach um, and fantasize about living there. So you've now switched from downtown Toronto to we want to keep the if Prince we Edward win the County? lottery, we want to keep the downtown condo, but then the minute we were leaving our the cabin, he was like I totally get why Roz has a uh, a cottage now. He's like this is this is my new thing. Like Matthew is now all about one day getting a cottage. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. And just so you on the phone as well, like when we went looking for our place years ago, um, I got it out of my head that I did. I like I didn't want to be on the water. Uh Right. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be close to water, but I didn't need to be on the water because the problem that I found when you're looking at water properties is the lots are so small. And so I was like, I don't want to go and try and disappear to a place where I can see my neighbors. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Because to me, that's not relaxing. Right. I didn't I didn't want that life. So we looked a little bit farther away from the water and a beautiful piece of piece of land. And then we just got an acre and a half. Right. So that acre and a half is like the perfect size to not be bothered by anyone. Right. Yeah. 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 Or you can just I, do it. I, to- I totally get it. <laughs> yeah. Or or just be like Maury and Matthew and just wait to win the lottery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Which is weird. Be honest. It's, it's super weird too. Maury always talks about winning the lottery and keeping the condo. Yeah. Like you why? You want forty million dollars? You're gonna cram yourselves into that tiny little thing? Yeah, we want to stay where we are, make it the you know our forever home, and then buy buy a cottage. <laughs> so wow. crazy, so, so humble. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything, Roz? You have a goal in life that uh, you know you'll never be able to achieve? Yeah, sure. Stanley Cup champion is one of them. I would say yeah. that's your goal. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? No, yeah. I'm just saying that there's a lot. Like I could list a bunch of things that I'm like never astronaut. going. Astronaut, astronauts for me, right? Yeah, but uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I w- always wanted to go to space. Yeah, but you'd have that opportunity now, though. Like you could Not probably, now. but you could pay one of those space tourist prices no, and go up there? Not. What about no, when they no, come no, down? No, no, no. I would not say that that is not something that's achievable anymore because you give this 10, 15 more years yeah. and those tickets may be like no, 10 grand. I'm talking like be an actual astronaut, right, go right, up right. and like kick it in space for right. like a couple of months. Right. Well, you would have been able to had you been, you know, had you been born in like the 20s. Um, back when, you know, back, back when, yeah, back when astronauts, like in the, in the, in the, the, the sixties, back when astronauts were, you know, test pilots, right? right? The only thing you, you needed to do as an astronaut was to be able to withstand the punishment of being an astronaut. Yeah. Like you didn't need to be a scientist to be an astronaut. Right. You didn't need to have a PhD to be an astronaut. Your body needed to be able to take an unbelievable oh. amount of punishment. And maybe read. Right? Now you have to go to university, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, now yeah. you got to go to university to become an astronaut. 
How about you, Sham? Any uh, any answers to this one? Do you have a goal in life that you know you'll never be able to achieve? Oh my! Oh man! Or like wrestler? What oh, about what about man. like what about to- like what about having a song in the top ten? You know what? I, it's funny you mentioned that because I do get people who ask me, "Have you ever like thought of like you know creating a CD or, or a CD? You know what I mean? Yeah. A, an album, right? An album." Yeah. And I said to myself, "You know, not really, but." I'd like to have a Billboard Hot 100 hit. Mm-hmm. You know, and what I mean? only one. You only need one. Just right? the one. Oh yeah, just the one goes viral. And, and, and like, and like a fun, a fun. When I say a fun song, I mean like a, a serious song in the sense that it's not, it's not a spoof, right? It's not a, not a parody of something yeah. like my actual love song. I'd, I'd actually like that. Yeah, but, but I, like, I never, I never could do it. Yeah, no, no, no. But like, I, I think for you, Sham, you, you know, in that sort of world of music, I, I'm with you on that. Like something fun. Uh, but not not a not a goof, right? Yes. Like I think for you, if you cranked out one song that was sort of like um, like it wasn't me by Shaggy. <laughs> oh yeah, you know instant, I mean? instant classic, instant classic, and you right. only need one, right? Right? Oh man, yeah. I'm gonna start working on that. Yeah, I'm down with that. <laughs> hey, Katie, that was a real fun question. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Take care. Have a wonderful day. I'll say that my Thank current you. goal is, is to what? be able to look really good in high waisted pants. Why? High-waisted pants? Does, has anybody ever looked good in high-waisted yeah, pants? Yeah, Sean Mendez and Harry Styles. And so that's my current goal. Is high-waisted to be like to... that guy in the egg commercial? <laughs> no, no, no. When that's... he's like, eggs for dinner? That's <laughs> no, weird. Like the designer. Way <laughs> that's not <laughs> weird. No, that's just, just pulls their pants way up, that guy. <laughs> no, but high-waisted pants, like designer high, where the actual waist, like the pants are where they're supposed to be, but the waist goes higher and they just look really designer. Like you, you have to be super skinny to fit into them. Where you have like eight buttons going all the yeah, way Yeah, 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 those. Prince used to wear those pants That's all right, the time. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. my current yeah. goal is to look good in high-waisted pants. Yeah, You, you could just... kind of um, get away, you might be able to. Have you seen those pants that... Um, like uh, pregnant ladies wear yeah, in like seven, eight months. Yeah. Where the belly like, band. There'll, be, there'll be jeans yeah. that go up to your waist, but then there's that extra yeah. bit of stretching. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. You should wear one of those, Maury. Maternity. You know jeans. what happened if Maury put something tight around like his whole belly? Like I like his either his like his armpits would swell up, right? Like all that's gonna go somewhere. Yeah. Right? Like it would all move up and just like be in his armpit. Or you'd get huge boobs. Yeah. Or or just like a real giant neck. Like everything would just go up like a big tube around your neck Bigger than until, you, until you took the pants off and then everything would make its way back down again yeah maternity pants there you go yeah. you know what you're doing after work today you're, you're logging on to time maternity's website yeah yeah go for it uh adil khan asks animal not animal um hospital food for the rest of your life or food from the worst rated airline slash restaurant Forever. Hospital food. I'll tell you, when my dad was having his um, bypass surgery and he was, like, knocked out, I was eating all of his food. Hospital food's good. Mm. Ah. What was the second option? Hospital food or what? He said, uh, hospital food for the rest of your life or food from the worst rated airline slash restaurant forever. Okay, but so- you, you know that hospital food and airline food come from the same distributor. Yeah, that's why this is kind of weird. Like, why would you say airline and or restaurant? Yeah. Um. I, okay. I have been on some flights where the food is actually quite delicious. Yeah. But not. T- but I've been also been on. I took one flight one time. I I took a flight. I don't know where I was in the world. Okay. But I had to fly from like one little place to another little place, mm-hmm. and it was super jet lagged. I've been traveling for days. I don't even remember where I was. The seat on this airplane that I was on, you know when you sit on like a bus seat, right? Mm -hmm. And the seat's plastic, and then it has like a tiny little formed pad over the seat part and the back part. like velvet or something? Yeah. Yeah. That's what this airplane was like. Was it easy? Was it uh, easy jet? 
Uh, no, oh no, no. I was like, I was like Eastern Europe somewhere. Wow. Okay. Okay. And then, um, I fell asleep. Okay. I'm like, I'm not even joking. I fell, I fell asleep, and the flight attendant came by and like pushed me, like shook me on the shoulder. Yeah. And she was saying something to me over and over and over again. Right. And I, yeah. I snap out of it and I wake up and she's saying this word over and over and over again in a language that I don't know. And then she says, eat, eat, eat. So she says whatever she was saying, she was saying eat. Yeah. And then I look down and my tray is out in front of me. And I'm not even joking for you. On the tray was a tiny little plate. OK, with one half of a gray sausage and one <laughs> yeah. and one single piece of Melba toast. <laughs> eat, eat. Right? It was it was they Nasty. gave you they gave you half of what looked like a boiled sausage <laughs> yeah. and one single piece of Melba toast. That could have been a finger. Okay. Was there even <laughs> cutlery? No. Uh, no. 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 With your hands? Yeah. <laughs> I guess fingerprints. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they don't give you the whole sausage. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Gross. It was one gray. It was half a gray sausage and one. <laughs> piece of like melba toast oh, like a long Ugh. like a long skinny cracker and that was and it was wet like it had condensation all over oh, it no. right yeah did you eat it no i didn't touch that at all <laughs> worst ra- oh man i'm no. kind of leaning towards worst rated restaurant like what would be the like what's the worst rated hold on here let me let me look up rated. what i'm dealing with here because the problem is that you can get worst rated restaurant based on food but what if it's like worst rated restaurant because it's like there's bugs and stuff in it like it's based on cleanliness yeah see when you go to TripAdvisor, i just typed in like worst restaurant sorry worst rated restaurants in canada yeah um again some of these are are subjective right because the one thing i find about TripAdvisor, people are very picky oh yeah it's the same thing with it's the same thing with yelp right like yeah like here like i'm looking at right now on yelp right i'm looking at wing machine Wing Machine on Yelp has one star, uh-huh. right? I'm sorry. I've had Wing Machine. Wings are good. Like, I don't know, like 10 dozen, like, I don't know, like a dozen times. Yeah. The worst rated restaurant in Canada is yeah. a place called Pacific Breeze Fisherman's Net in BC. Too much fish. I can't have a, I can't have a, well, like Read one of the bad reviews. What like, makes like, it the worst? Here, uh, more. Here, Wahlburgers has two and a half stars oh, wow. based on 311 reviews. Um, oh, let's wow. see here. The fish and chips were downright disgusting, chewy, full of bones, and the fish was about four days old. Reads one review. Uh, another one. Uh, <laughs> no. The headline is, we survived. Do not go. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, this place is out of control. We are backpackers from Scotland, England, and Australia, and for some stupid reason ended up uh, in something out of a horror movie. Seriously, this place should be sterilized and shut down. If you value your own safety, do not go to this joint. Also, I didn't think with fish and chips there should be bone in the fish. I thought it's boned, deboned. Yeah, you're supposed to take the bones out, I think. Um, okay, so hospital food or the worst rated restaurant. Yeah. Uh, and this gonna, is for every meal. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably go with hospital food on this one, just because it's consistent. Yeah, you yeah, know? and you always know, you always know the flavor. Yeah, you know what you're gonna get. Yeah, it's consi- it's consistent. Like I don't I don't want like you know relish soup. You know, yeah. like, I'm just <laughs> not I'm not I'm not down with that. Um, sticking on the food topic here, Sergio asks a question for you, Roz. Yes, sir. Would you rather cook for Dammit Mori every day for a month? Or wash and scrub your entire body in the shower for the rest of your life. Oh, cook for damn it, Maury, for a month. 
There you go. Because you know I'm just going to sit there complimenting all your food. No, like, I would cook it at home. I you. would cook it at home and just have it delivered to you. Oh, no. I took this as I sit in your kitchen. Then you took it the wrong what? way. What? No. I didn't even think that. Nobody, I thought that Ross nobody would make said it at that. home and have it sent yeah. to you. Oh, well. Nobody, nobody said that. Oh. Well, so you think Ross going to serve you food? Like, I I'm thought, gonna, like, I drive over, park. You now, know, why wouldn't you want me in. to come to your house? Because Matthew's there? Yeah, like, no, yeah. I'm not going to have something ruin this. Right. Oh. <laughs> wow. So, there, wow. So this is just a meal just wow. for you. You wouldn't even, like, have Matthew try any of it or want any of it. No, th- that's not part of the question. Wow. Do you feel like <laughs> Jeez, if man, Roz were... That is like... If Roz were in the room with you, right, and it mm-hmm. was you and Matthew, do you feel like you gave the answer the way you did? Like, you'd rather be at Roz's place solo... Because you couldn't be yourself around Roz, like how you are with all of us. Absolutely. I would have to be on my best behavior. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. See, Maury doesn't like, like, I think we talked about this on another podcast when we talked about friends and stuff like this. Uh, One of the reasons why I think that Maury has such few friends in his life is because Maury could never be himself around a friend if if Matthew was involved. And so he would always have to, to be two different people, right? Right. Like, I'm telling you, Drunk Maury's awesome. Yeah, I love Drunk Maury, right? We all, we all love Matthew does but not Matthew like Drunk Matthew doesn't Maury. like Drunk Maury. <laughs> no, no, Matthew doesn't like Drunk Maury. Um, Nico asks, how did you all meet your spouses? I know this Ugh. has been talked about before, but I would love to hear each story Jeez. more in depth. Yeah, she's my cousin. <laughs> well, let's just change the story because I've told this story so many times. So let's just start a new one. Okay. I met her at Nan's place. Yeah. <laughs> we played. We hung Chris- out. Christmas when we were kids. Okay. Uh, Damn it, Maury. Uh, am I making up something? No. Oh, I was going to because I had a whole lie made up. Okay, okay go. Say uh, that we, one. We met on Grinder. Uh, wow. No, but we didn't. No, that's like a made-up thing. Wow. No, we met at the the Much Music Video Awards. I'm telling Matthew, you're telling people you guys met on Grindr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, better yet, should we call him? No, 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 no. Not today. <laughs> Why? Oh, Why not today? It's snowing. Is it because he's he's very busy it's today? Very busy. <laughs> Look at Maury. Don't call him today. It's snowing. <laughs> Maury, so anytime I hit the phone to dial Matthew's number, oh, he starts sweating. So nervous. He's so nervous. <laughs> so many secrets. So many secrets. Uh, Nico, the only thing I can tell you is that, and uh, my wife Jen and I met here at work. She was our uh, HR. Rep, yeah, uh, for us. <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> and we met at like an after work party, hit it off, and then uh, you know started dating. Eventually, got married. Yeah, Roz, didn't you and Catherine meet at a Paris Hilton party? Uh, yeah, Paris Hilton was there. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for ruining my story, more. <laughs> And Paris Hilton walked up to them and said, hey, aren't you guys cousins? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hina says here, Roz and Mocha mentioned yeah. one time the first thing they do when they get in the car is lock the doors. Why? Doors in most cars are self-locking. I drive a 2010 truck. Yeah, not every car. No. Has self-locking doors. No, no. Mine doesn't lock on its own. No, no. Like, I, Catherine just got a new car, and uh-huh. I, I'm blown away by the fact that she doesn't even need to turn her windshield wipers on. The windshield wipers go on automatically when it rains. That's insane. That's and it, it, and right it adjusts there. the speed based on how hard it's raining. My car doesn't even do that. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so there you go, Hina. Not everybody uh, has a, a car that or a vehicle that locks on its own. Actually, mine, when I get in, yes, I lock it. 
but it does it it does auto lock you have to start the car and then once you put it into motion so if i hit reverse or drive at yeah. that point it locks no mine does not do that either. but other than that like i can't just like get in and then it automatically locks when i close oh, the door oh wow yeah no not, you uh, can hear you can hear it when i lock my doors you can hear that from outside the car oh i know because when i used to drive in with maury right <laughs> oh dude when i used to drive in with maury when he used to drive me in every day no 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 because ev- maury first of all would drive up to my house blaring music <laughs> yeah. and maury's car like there's no like there's nothing to it right like maury's it's like a tiny like it's made out of eggshell right and and i could hear maury's radio from his car from inside my house yeah, that's okay annoying. maury's maury's car radio is as loud on the outside of the car as it is on the inside of the car right and he doesn't even have a great stereo so i would hear more like everything that happens in the car you can hear on the outside of the car and when we were driving into work we drive up uh one road in the city here and and you know there's some times of the year where the road's a little sketchy right i'll say that and people who are out at that time of the day who knows what the hell they're doing all this other stuff but we would get to a like a stoplight and if it turned red and there was somebody on the corner literally just waiting to cross the street <laughs> standing on the corner what they would hear was <laughs> which is Maury just like locking his doors over and over again making sure that they're like making sure they're locked right and you could see people would look over like yeah. screw you man right yeah because you could always hear it always uh josh asks we'll end on this question josh asks what does Roz hate more Ghost stories or stories about dreams? Ghost stories. Really? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because I, 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 I don't have to question somebody's sort of sanity when they start talking about that they had a dream, right? Uh-huh. Your dreams are fantastic and they're all over the place, but I, I just find that they're very personal and nobody wants to hear them. Yeah. But when somebody comes at me trying to like tell a ghost story, like they believe ghosts are real, uh-huh. I don't care about the story. I care about them and why they believe ghosts are real. Right. Right. And they're so convinced by it. Um, so yes, I would much, I would listen to dream stories over somebody who claims that they have a ghost. Well, any day of the good week. Good thing I don't believe in ghosts. Right. Uh, thank you yeah, very much right. for all your questions. Uh, keep them coming in. <laughs> Every week you'll see us post on Instagram through at kiss925. Ask Roz and Moga. This is where we get all the questions from. So thank you very much for all your submissions this week. It's been wonderful. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.